0: suh suh
1: Welcome to another episode of the We Speak English Good Podcast. Today's guests are Caleb MCI and Gio El Jefe. Um, so I'm pretty excited about these podcasts. This next few podcasts that I'm about to release are going to be the Lost Tape Series. So I left my podcasting recorder in Phoenix, Arizona, whilst... I don't think that's the right way to use whilst... We speak English good. Okay. Uh. Oh, <laughs> I left my recorder in Phoenix while on tour with Skanks Roots Project. Yeah, uh, I think in June or July. I don't know. I can't remember. I'm not gonna look it up either. So. <laughs> so I left my recorder in Phoenix, and I thought that it was gone forever. And on that recorder, I had. I had uh, a couple podcasts I had recorded with uh, Skanks Roots Project. We did a Van Cast. Van Cast is back, and uh, and then I did this podcast with with Al Jefe and Caleb. And I uh, I I was so bummed. I was so bummed that I thought that I was never going to get back. But Jeremy or uh, J Rock, you can find J Rock live on Facebook all the time. Uh, J-Rock was so nice and sent my recorder back to me with all the lost footage, all the all the the tour because uh, I got a bunch of tour um uh, audio from the shows, the live shows. So I- I'm just super stoked that I got that back. I haven't had a chance to even go through the shit yet, but here we are. We're we're here now. <laughs> And so this is going to be the lost tapes. The next 3 are going to be the lost tape series and then we're going to get back to uh our current uh our current uh, um people that I'm talking to now. So we're going to take a step back into the past before we can get to the present. That doesn't make sense. Okay. I'm high as shit. I, I shouldn't have got high and did this. This was not the right move. But I got I got a schedule to keep here, folks. I gotta, I'm got a busy man. And I got things to do. So <laughs> what I'm going to say right now is go to rainmystique.com. R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. Check out the new album, 1018. It's kind of new. We released it in January. But, you know, I, I, I fucking love it. So, Uh, Go check it out. You can uh, stream it on Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, anywhere you stream your music, or you can get a physical copy online at RainaMystique.com. You can also check out WeSpeakEnglishGood.net. Also, announcement, Raina was so nice and bought the .com domain back. So, WeSpeakEnglishGood.com.net. Dot dot .net, it's all, it's both of them are mine now, so it, it's, that's, thank you Raina for setting us free of the dot .net, uh, of the, the, the,
0: the,
1: the sneaky Asians that, uh, that stole my bandwidth, well, me and Caleb's bandwidth, and, uh, <laughs> and charged our our uh, our our rate way through the roof. So we got hacked. We com got hacked. They used our bandwidth. I don't know what it's called, but they used it like crazy cuz they were pirates basically. And so they were running all kinds of data through it and it charged us like since there was so much foot traffic through there, it the 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 hosting company charges like several thousands of dollars and Caleb was like we're not doing that we're just not gonna pay it we're abandoning the site so that has not been available for a couple years but it has recently become available and Raina bought it so hopefully no Asians out there and it was the Asians I guess because well Caleb told me there it was the Asians so don't just think I'm out there just calling generally calling the Asians sneaky I know that came out horrible But they were, they were sneaky Asians, which I don't know what brand of Asian, but (laughs) there were sneaky Asians that stole our bandwidth, and I don't think that's the right word either, and charged our, our rates through the roof, and we didn't pay that, so fuck that. So, you know... Okay, I, I'm explaining myself too much here because I am high. Okay, so uh, go and leave a review on iTunes and uh, leave a five-star rating. If you so choose, you don't have to. But if you would like to, that would be nice. I would appreciate it. Uh, write a review. You can write reviews on uh, SoundCloud or Facebook. Whatever you want. You can write comments. I'll read them on air, maybe. I don't know. Sometimes I don't, So, but sometimes I do so uh, <laughs> uh you could also write the show at we speak English good at gmail.com you can also follow me on Instagram I just released a new video to or yesterday this is Wednesday so I released a video yesterday Tuesday the 27th August 27 2019 and today is August 28th, so I released a video. It's a review video for my friends over at wristgrips.com. Uh, you can check out wrist grips. They are compression wraps for musicians. Go check out the video, leave a comment. Let me know if you would actually buy something like that for you. I know personally I had a long weekend of playing gigs and I usually have wrist pain by the end of the weekend or by the end of a gig, shit, my, my hands are actually cramping on me. I had none of those issues. Uh, I I've, I love these things. They are becoming part of my just my regular gigging and practicing routine. Um, they're not official sponsors. I just like their stuff. Ryan Ryan sent me um, the a couple to try and to review on the podcast, and I did that for the 200th. I hope you guys are enjoying the 200th episode. I've been getting good feedback on that people have been enjoying learning more about uh, the blazer <laughs> blaze garza um, <laughs> that's not what we call them. anyways go go to wrist grips wrist-grips.com so it's wrist w-r-i-s-t-grips.com you can also check out uh caleb's company which I am he's about to be a sponsor. I'm about to talk to that motherfucker. He's about to sponsor my company. Uh so it's moded patches. I think that's what they It just said moded. Uh, M O D E D. You can go to M O D E D H E L L A M O D E D.com. Uh modedhellamoded.com. <laughs> I don't know why, Caleb. You would make such a complicated thing. But you're about to hear from Caleb right now. Caleb and El Jefe. Um, let's just jump into it. This is a lot about our past and our family history, and a lot of, a lot of race talk in this. Considering there's two Mexicans and a Filipino talking. So, uh, it just happened. That, that was the topic of the evening. So enjoy that, and I'll see you on the other side.
2: Take your time and shit, man What is the ra-
3: ra- Like, ra- of the people Man, fuck
2: you, dude yeah.
3: <laughs> saying that shit It's like Pinoy Raza's yeah. kind of like saying, like You know, your peoples and shit Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Like paisa. paisa Paisa Yeah, like yeah. paisano Like in yeah. Chinese use paisano Yeah the, uh, Or even Mexican use paisano You know what I mean? Viva la raza man. Yeah, yeah, yeah But, like When you say la raza It's like yeah, It means a lot raza. more than just, like You can't just say, like, you know like you use it in a way you yeah, can, yeah. but like "rasa" means like.
1: Is that is that from like farmers unions and shit, or is that some like? S- the well, "rasa" means just
3: race. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what it means. Race. Viva but the like, race. Viva the party. But like when you use it, it's like it has a deeper meaning. I don't. Yeah, Is yeah, yeah. it yeah. trip? Like I notice a lot of Spanish words have deeper meaning that I can't really explain in English. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole weird. thing
2: well,
1: with language barriers. And well, shit. like
2: if you have like other languages have one word for a whole like uh, meaning like a whole like if you're cheap and you're fucking short they'll have a fucking word for it you know what <laughs> yeah, i'm saying like yeah, yeah. one word for that yeah you we, know what I'm we have a
3: word in for sweets which means what it means when you eat too much of a sweet and you can't fucking eat no more then pagalas and there's no word in that language. Like I ate too mm. much sweets. Like no, like I can't have anymore. Like yeah. fuck this. But just too sweets? Yeah. Not just necessarily sweets. It could be anything. It could be like mm. salt. It uh, be sweet you just had too much. You had of too it. much of that type oh. of flavor that you can't have right. no more. And but there's one word that describes yeah, what is that it? whole en sentence. Pavela. So, so you don't like even Filip- have to say I'm full, <laughs> <laughs> which sounds filipinos yeah. Fuck. Well, we share languages, <laughs> though.
1: Do you guys? Yeah. Can you? Have you guys traced back?
2: Do Does your family have like history? Do they? teach you guys history in the in the Philippines it's more like um they always want to be Spaniard for some reason it's mm-hmm. that that's thing white oh, like like that. it's it's yeah. a pride thing like oh you know my grandma was Spanish and oh, shit. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh so, yeah. she was light-skinned and shit so right. it's like okay so there's a caste system there too yeah right? it's yeah. like we're better than the other locals or some shit mm-hmm. and then when you trace it down it's like nah these motherfuckers were just raped you know what I'm saying yeah, I'm like right. and you're just dark because you were bleaching your skin Wow, they yeah. do that shit out there. They in bleach? Same thing with you guys though, nah, man. They don't bleach out there. Oh, here. we bleach the shit out of our skin, man. I mean, yeah. as far as I know, they don't fucking bleach, but maybe that's what yeah, yeah. Not.
3: That's not really a Mexican thing. I don't think it's a Mexican thing. I think I if think you're just white, man. you're white. Well, cause white. like, but
1: I mean, maybe in Mexico though, maybe. we don't know that. shit. Well, the thing yeah. is, like, we're like American is the prominent American
2: people. Okay, prominent people, rich people, and actors and actresses, news people. They're fucking light-skinned. Even right. though, like, it's crazy because you'll have, like, the Sammy Sosa shit. Like, you have the face weird. of a dark-skinned guy. Right. Imagine me being light-skinned, right? Right. And you have the face of a dark-skinned guy, and you're just, like, yo, you're just, like, super trying right now. But we accept you because you went through the process mm-hmm. of being light-skinned. Right. So you're good to go. It's like when you get rich... Being an actor, like, you'll see his movies in the beginning. Straight dark skin like me. <laughs> and then his movies at the end, like, that, that oh, weird, you're, man. like, super white right now. Yeah, you got Blown straight tomato hair. nose. Tomato, tomato nose. nose with bleached skin. Dude. Yeah, man.
3: That shit don't make no fucking sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a really shitty thing, man. Be okay, so, the so you're half,
2: right? Have you ever got down to, like, has your parents ever... Because when we have half, we call it mestizo and shit, mm. man. Like, and they're more like they're the trophies of our mm. family you know Cause what i'm they, saying because they broke out of the fucking not really broke but because they they look white and they they're look, lighter they they look lighter so it's like oh me me my uh me my nephew he'll be good for your niece when the niece mm. is like dark as shit yeah, you guys yeah. will make good babies oh because you know they'll mean? be lighter yeah man that's interesting well, it's no. like the trophy and shit um
1: man. you know my family it's weird well i i, I my family has like a history. They know their history, mm. and so uh, they don't like the sun. None of them like mm. the sun. They don't like to be even darker. the Mexican side. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, the dark. Well, I'm talking about strictly the
3: Mexican side. Okay. Is, is your mom is your mom dark? Yeah, yeah. You guys they're pickers, almost though, like right?
1: A, yes, kind of. Um, my my family. So this is what I've recently found out in the last couple of years as I've been back home with the family is that. Um, my bloodline can be traced back to Spanish royalty, mm. and so that, that when they came over to uh, you know uh, South America, um, they one of the daughters <coughs> fell in love with a soldier,
3: mm.
1: and that was not that was looked down upon yeah. because yeah, she yeah, was yeah. marrying outside. Because he's basic, alive. right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you know you come from this pure bloodline. Mm. And then you're out there muddying it up with yeah. some fucking soldier, soldier of uh, American
0: soldier, uh, the sure so, you know. It what I'm saying? wasn't,
1: it was. She didn't specify. Mm. So, um, so then this lady, white, yes, yeah, so this is from the Spaniard side.
2: Okay, okay, okay. pretty then, much so, white,
1: right? Yeah. And so they come. She has a baby with this fucking soldier, but the soldier ends up leaving her, so she ends up fucking on her own. Mm. And Which then, is the so, worst? so she fucking starts raising these babies and that baby um uh, she she creates a successful farm and then their kids create this other successful farm yeah and so through the generations which is not very many generations What area? Then, um it's called ciudad de maiz and it's like kind of outside guadalajara oh shit, no way uh-huh so i think that's where my family's right- from i i think we've said we talked about that before but mm-hmm. um the, yeah but for the listeners <laughs> but um <laughs> the so she was just telling me how like fucking these these boys ended up creating this very successful wealth so we came from wealth we came from royalty mm. but she lost it all and she kind of like built a whole life mm. and then these boys took over and it was all farming so yeah it is but it was the people who owned the farm right not the ones who farm right um my family my uncles and my mom and stuff they were put to work by their father who was kind of a tyrant mm. but his his grandparents and his parents were like the mayor of the city of uh, of uh, ciudad maiz mm. they were instrumental in the in the spanish uh, mexican spanish war mm. when they fought for their independence they ran with uh, Pancho villa uh i found out that my family is marked with caesar chavez no shit. fucking back in the 50s like my grandfather my mother was there she said she's seen him talk before no shit. And she, yeah no way
2: so like we have this for th- our culture that's like looking at uh, martin, luther martin luther king yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. no no
1: for sure and and like that's the whole thing there's this pattern that's on of, of rebellious creative Ooh. fucking smart intelligent people successful yeah. people that's on my Mexican side of the family Ooh. on the white side. Now of family, did you learn about that <laughs> going on. That's funny. Like <laughs> as an adult? I just learned about this like d- 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 over the last 2 years since I've been uh. back in Ohio. So like
2: you know we're, Does that to tryna- kind of change your mind state a little bit? It does because
1: because okay so like so like it's interesting because it kind of makes sense in the way the trajectory of my life has gone. It's Ooh. like cuz cuz my aunt even says you know there's a history of fucking being rowdy and then success and and getting your shit together and finding success right or finding success and still being rowdy and crazy and rebellious there's like a lineage of that in my family so it makes sense to me
2: it makes but, sense for you in your lifetime right now. Yes, because Cause you're a musician. Cause because I because, see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I see there's it. There's a lot of chaos in and, being a musician. And there's
1: a, and there's lots of leaders in my family. There's mm-hmm. lots of fucking... It's just creativity, dancers, you mm-hmm. know, like fucking just very artsy, very smart, very successful, wealthy people. Um, so you think about that, but then, um, you know, that's an awesome thing that I can pass on to my kid, but like there's a side of Bishop's life that stops immediately mm. and and with a lot of you know a lot of black people yeah their history stops right. like at at a certain point in history right whereas like for us like if we dig we get to go and, and talk to people and and you know right. figure things right. out they don't have but the opportunity to dig no because yeah. their history has been taken Washed. away. Yeah. and so like what does that do to a psyche of an entire race Right. it's like we know like me and Gio know we have kind of an idea of where we come from right. you know we we know like the Spaniards you, came you and fucked the Indians yeah. yeah and like if we were digging in our family we could go back and it can, and it can exp- explain so much about who we are but then when you go back and you know when my son wants to go back and find out his black side it's like it's just gonna stop right, yeah, right. so there's always gonna be a part of him where that that's just kind of his history has been erased and you know that's a big part of what it is and so that's kind of why i was asking you guys if you guys kind of know your family history do you, do you guys know anything past like your grandparents
2: Uh i don't know anything past my grandparents that's when my my um uh, knowing of my family stopped so my grandpa i don't know how he ended up in hawaii But he was raised on Maui, Mm. and he worked for the Dough Plantation, the Pineapple Plantation out there. And at the same time, he was working for the Navy as a cook. Not really in the Navy, but he was working in the Navy as a cook. There's a lot of ships and stuff out there. So uh, a lot of the ships were outside of the Fiji Islands. So he worked in the Fiji Islands on their ship. So we came from just cooking service class. Yeah he had wrote my grandma the tinder of their day <laughs> they would ha- yeah they would have uh <laughs> newspapers saying write uh, your country woman right yeah, yeah. and he, he was probably sending mad letters out yeah, to yeah, the yeah. girls and my grandma so happened to be the one to match, to, to match uh, yeah. or write back <laughs> Ding. and Ding. then uh, and i'm getting this off my uncle albert yeah who's uh so anyway anyhow um she- Kind of gamed her up through the letter, you like know what it. I'm saying? Gamed her up, and uh, she ended up moving to Hawaii, having kids with my grandfather. But I want to say he was a player, but you know, back in the time where just like I want to say men were men, but men were doing their thing. Yeah, they ran the gambit. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> she came down. Uh, she worked for the dough plantation as well, teaching the kids on the on the Doe plantation, mm. and they had kids. Um, that marriage didn't end up ended up working out. They got divorced. Uh, my mom was maybe like three to five years old and they got sent back to the PI. Um, the good thing about that, Hawaii was already um, a state oh, okay. at that point. Okay, so like nineteen fifty were... whatever. Oh, so they
1: made it just in the cut to be American. And they made it.
2: So by the time when they graduated college they had to come back oh, to Hawaii. That's nice. Yeah. So um my grand so it and it comes down to my life my, my, my lifeline because my my grandparents were already divorced, and I knew that mm. as a kid. And then my parents got divorced, so mm. we come from a divorce, and it was regular. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. So we come from a divorce family, mixed family. Is the first one is do. uh
1: is is in the PI is it is it is it common for like well not common but like is divorce looked upon badly or especially in like, those days? It,
2: okay? it wasn't because mm. we come from the Catholic, Catholic system, yeah, and it's just against God right. to do that, but. For my grandma to come, already come out from Hawaii, uh, from the Philippines to Hawaii, Mm. that was already kind of out the way. It wasn't uncommon. So for her to divorce her husband is another uncommon thing. Right. And then my mom married my dad. It was kind of an uncommon thing still in the 80s and shit. But Mm. they came from the uncommon divorce against the Catholic system type shit. And even still to this day... Like my mom and my dad are super cool. Like yeah. we're a very much blending family. Which you don't see too often, you no, know, no. stepdad, stepmom. Like I call my stepmom mom, no, and no. my mom, my my real mom, my real dad. When when we come together at parties, they're just like best friends. Oh like, wow! Like they're just because they know they have grandkids together. Right, you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, of so course. we Get come kids. from a, a. It's very uncommon for a especially a Filipino family, a Catholic family to come together and be like fuck it it's all under the table, Right. it's all peace my mom got, cause my grandpa ended up remarrying and I call his wife, Grandma Shirley huh. and I call my mom's stepbrothers and stepsisters fucking, um, you know um, and uncle, uncle, uncle and auntie yeah. and all that shit but uh, I'm not gonna say it's uh, very uncommon cause there's a, there's a lot of shit that happened you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of families there like that, yeah. but at the same time like you said, lineage, that's as far as I can go. Yeah. Dole plantations, Hawaii. Other which, than that, which is a very, I don't know.
1: Which is a huge part of American history. Yeah. I mean, well, sure. that
2: and... uh I don't know how it is in a Mexican family household, but we, we see our parents as superiors, mm-hmm. and we never talk to them about the stories. It's just like, okay, oh, yeah. you brought us here to the States. Yeah. This is the dream already. Yeah. You better be thankful and and not question me and they
1: never really think to talk about either right they don't i mean it's not like they don't like to talk about it's just they don't they just don't it's just like what's like i had
2: to ask my mom the lineage yeah like recently maybe like two three years ago Uh, the lineage of my grandma and grandpa right and i'll like okay i had to ask her (laughs) imagine my grandparents like my grandpa's mom and dad they probably wouldn't even say shit They, they, they wouldn't even ask about the story of the family So this right. shit is lost already Right 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 You know what I'm saying So my shit stop, starts at My family story for me Starts at 1950 1940s Right
1: Yeah Yeah But I mean It, it goes way further back But just no one really even I'm cares. sure and But if, it if you... goes
2: back to fantasy though Because yeah. if I ask My dad Cause he never asked his parents shit. Oh, yeah, he'll be like, Yeah, 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 we have Spaniards in the blood, or <laughs> you're, you're, you're this fought in this war, yeah, or just whatever, whatever, you whatever. know, <laughs> whatever kind of little pieces of knowledge he right. got, whatever his <laughs> lies or not lies, or right. not like that's all I got. I got little pieces of my dad's story through my dad, which could be true or not, yeah, yeah. and I can just tell my pieces of whatever to my kids that shit it's
1: funny how immigrants don't really like talking about that kind of thing like my mom is like even
2: in the past yeah it's like
3: fuck
1: yeah because when she left mexico and when she left texas especially she was getting away from tyranny because her dad was like a very machismo he's very uh as soon as her mom passed like a month later he was already had a new wife right and, like, fucking, he was drunk all the time. Mm-hmm. And he wanted the girls to never go to school. They always mm-hmm. had to be... They are basically indentured servants. Right. We're his slaves. And, uh, you know, so my well, mom... at, at that was point, like, they're a like, you're time. in the States.
2: Yeah. You can work here. Oh, I had it this bad in my country and shit, man. You should be thankful to be picking. Right, yeah. Well, okay. And, and, and not question my authority. It's all about authority. Right, right. You know what I mean? This... this and, and, there is, it's very male-centric. Okay, and... so now, because my grandpa, grandpa he, he didn't open up, but he was friendlier when he got older. Oh, yeah. You know, like when we get older, we yeah, get yeah. a little bit more or less masculine. Right, you we know, slow You I know mean, up. Yeah. Um, when was the point for you that you started, besides being a little kid, that you started saying I love you to the males in your family?
1: Oh, it was right away because my father was very affectionate. Okay, with that's good. My well, father... White side, though. Yes.
2: Okay, how about the Mexican side? Uh, well, your uncles, your tios. You, well,
1: okay, so when you talk about my tios, uh, yeah, you're right. There was a, there was still a lot of that leftover mochismo. Right. There was, like, a couple of them were very soft-spoken, very just mm. who they are. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there is very male-centric. Like, I mean, there's one uncle in particular. I'm not going to mention his name. I love him. He's my dude. But, like... He was a fucking asshole when we were growing up. You know, like, he treated his kids like... He would always refer to his kids as cabrones. Mm. He's like, cabrones! Yeah. Go get my shoes, you yeah. know? But no! You know, right. like, this the is how is he
2: talked to them. That was probably affectionate for him. It was, but... but the wording of it for the kids is kind of like... It's a non-affectionate. It was until it it kind of came into a boiling
1: point because he was uh because he's just very loud and boisterous Mm -hmm. and like fucking demand shit and fucking blah you know Mm -hmm. like he just feels like people owe it to him to fucking do it you know but but you do that your whole life and then eventually those kids especially his boys started to like stand up for themselves they're getting bigger they're not gonna listen to that shit they're like fuck you you know So it got it got to a point where he started getting more physical and mm. fuck it, and then all of a sudden he almost it's probably started, the only
2: way he knows how to combat that exactly.
1: Right? Well, it's the only way he knew how to communicate. That's how his father talked right. to him. You know, that's how. His, and and his father was much worse. Mm. You know, the it, it, if he ran his household like his father ran his household, the girls would just be in fucking rags, cleaning mm. all day, and not, uneducated and fucking just you know his little house life. So it it. it it's my mom I, I get it. I get why certain stories they just leave in the past is like fuck it, you know, like we're right. here now. And it's like and it's like my dad used to ask her to teach me Spanish. It's like why does he need to know Spanish? We're no. in America.
2: I fuck got the it's same sp- shit from my family, man. And
1: and then, you know, for the last thirteen years I was living fifteen miles from the border right. at T J. So right. like yeah, you should I, I feel like is I feel like that shit should be passed on information whether mm-hmm. whether the kids or whoever is listening whatever they want to do with it but it should be passed on. Right. But you know, I am not I didn't live my mom's life. I don't know what they went right. through. I know that she went through hell. I know that yeah. she I know her story's not as hard as some people's stories, you know. Not like these people were coming over right now who are, like drowning in the river right. or being locked in cages and shit like fucking animals. Right. It wasn't like that for my mom. I mean, she had a relative easier time because well her her dad was wealthy he had money mm. like she comes from money but it wasn't her money can, well, we,
3: can we talk about uh your your yes Yes, that's what I was the about to say I was gonna it. say Gio fuck it, what's up with your well the reason why I want this because you mentioned like pass on information mm. so my dad never told me about my grandpa right so you're talking about I'm gonna try to up one of your royalty we blood, need right? to we need to no, no i can't but anyway <laughs> my royalty my last, blood <laughs> hey, my last name is sepulveda which there's a town in spain called sepulveda uh-huh. that's where they're all and there's a boulevard from. yeah and well there's the reason why there's a boulevard is sepulveda family owned a lot of southern california oh. giant fucking farms right and that's where my family was originally from apparently uh-huh. in fact one of them had a bastard child my grandpa
2: Ah, and he John was snow. snow, Juan Snow in the <laughs> house. Much. Snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> snow.
0: snow.
3: And this motherfucker was because he was a bastard child. He was sent through the mail system. Wow, this is like you know eighteen fucking whatever ninety nine so like in a crate on a ship. He was sent through the mail to Mexico with a letter, and the mailman decided to say fuck it, I'm um, I'm done with this kid, and he left him in Arizona somewhere. I don't know where he left him in Arizona and what tribe he was with. But a Native American tribe Took him in Oh, oh and shit And they, they kept him As an indentured inda- in, uh, in, servant Indentured servant oh. So he was an in, indentured servant For like Fucking years So he was like 13 When he was at When he was 13 He found a letter from his mom That she wrote Which pretty much said That he's a Sepulveda And he, he's from LA Whoa And, and so he fucking wrote the, He He found the letter He went back To LA And he lived his life Or whatever But he end, For some fucking reason He ended up being a, a Fisherman And I left to Mexico, you know? So, he left to Mexico. He met my grandma. She was ugly as fuck, apparently. He had a kid with yeah, her. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's what, that's, what my dad, that's what my dad would say. She's about ugly his as fuck. That's what my dad would say about his mom. That's Anyway, fucked up. had a kid with her. He left her. Fucking 10 years later, my mom's at a dock. Because she would go. My grandma's at a dock. She would go to docks to try to look for him because mm. she knew he was a Damn. fisherman or whatever. The motherfucker showed up. He was just randomly walking, and he said to her daughter, "Hey, that's your dad right there." Fucking ran up to the de- to my grandpa and was like, "Hey, hey, how you doing, blah blah." You yeah. know, and and then so he had two more kids with her, which he had my other aunt, and then he had my dad, which was he, he the youngest one. And the reason why my dad never told me about my grandpa, because I would always ask him all my life, and he would just not tell me about it. So when he left. He left our family when my dad was seven. But the reason why he left is all fucking super bummer story right now. The reason why he left is because I found out my grandpa tried to rape my aunts. Oh, when he was shit. Kid, you know what I mean? So Not a Sepulveda. Damn. So when he tried to do that shit, my grandma, my grandma was like, fuck you. Go fuck Damn. yourself. Yeah. And I never knew about my grandpa till I was like fucking 35 or something. Because my dad
2: didn't want to tell me. Because he didn't want to tell you about it. Yeah. Like, yeah, why yeah, the fuck yeah. would you want
3: to tell him? So right. I could trace back my lineage to whatever. But... Right. It stops there for me because yeah because you know who like, wants no, to talk about you know it. Who now wants is there to talk about
2: anyone that? alive past your grandpa that you can go and say hey they stopped it out here do you have like a great grandma or something some that's still no. like, his sister that's still well, alive or something like no, that
3: no i don't know any of his side i know my mom my grandma's side and she lived in baja california suit by cabo and cabo san lucas mm. but she's passed away by now but like, uh, you know, I could look up, I could look him up, and I could see there's family, there's some people that's here in San Diego, and I could look this shit up, and they're probably related to me, mm-hmm. but I never looked back into it, because, you know, who the fuck wants to learn about yeah. that shit?
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, No, no. Rape's are pretty fucking big Do you have deal. any want, though, just for your personal story, you know what I mean? I did
3: for the longest time, but now I'm just like, fuck it, dude, it doesn't matter. You know, what the fuck mm. does not matter?
2: Like, you it know? starts here. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah.
3: Yeah,
1: uh, I, I, think that the, the the value of knowing your history. I mean, to tell you more about who you are. Right. I think it. I think it's a very important thing. But it's like it, it is sad that fucking, because not too long ago we lived like fucking savages mm-hmm. and fuck we are trying to rape our nieces
3: and shit. Yeah. And, There's and, only like, like, like a, a fuck we're trying one, to one person some, or two
2: people ago. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, it, I mean, it was his, only, people, in history sense, ain't shit.
3: Man, shit. It was only 100 years ago that motherfuckers would marry their cousins and nieces and right. shit. So. Fuck, it was okay saying to that bang 14 okay. year olds. That's a good time. <laughs> <I say, laughs> that's an time incredible time. I'm <laughs> not, not saying that was okay for my what my grandpa did, but, you know, that's just. That yeah.
1: just fucked up, but... Uh, it, well, I mean, it informs a lot of who you are, but, I mean, you know... So, what, why do you think that immigrants w- just want to stay tight-lipped about it? Why do
3: you think that uh, fucking, our
1: fucking... I think it's pride. Think it's, it's too much pride.
2: pride. I think Fine. a lot of pride, man. But
3: I think that shit's over. Like, yeah. I don't think it fucking matters anymore.
1: No, it don't matter, but, like, I, I think it's nice. And, like, yeah. you, I mean, like, if you did know more, I mean, it, it, you would
2: be interested in learning right yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not like you'd be like no yeah. shut up don't tell me about my history i think it comes from a lot of religion though too catholic yeah. religion yeah. Is, is very tight-lipped yeah. and it's like we only hear about the best part of catholicism yeah. they never tell you about the crusade we yeah. killed a lot of people during the crusade we killed a lot of muslim motherfuckers during the crusade and yeah. shit man so it's like if they're gonna be tight-lipped about that then you're definitely going to be tight-lipped about your own personal yeah. story. And also, yeah.
3: but, like, also, not not religious. It has to do with religious, but not necessarily tied to religious status. Social status, you know, social mm-hmm. fronting. I don't know what the real word for that is. But you know what I mean? Like, people get divorced and, like, people don't know for years because, like, back then, because you had to keep that fucking front. You know right. what I mean? Like, pretend. Right. Even though you're not right. living in the same fucking room. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, religion does put those constraints yeah. Of, yeah. of shame yeah. and, and, and fucking... Yeah. And, and like, uh, you know,
2: they're divorced, so they're
1: less than right, now, right. and fucking. So why would you say pie, anything man, about yeah. that? Why well, mean?
2: and it kind of rolls rolls over into our generation, cause, you know, we grew up in the hood and shit, man. Like, you know, regular hood shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's like in the hood, like everyone wants to look rich. Well, motherfucker, we all go into the same apartment <laughs> complex. We all drive the same shitty car. Right. But at the same time, to do with the gold chain is fucking hot.
1: You right. You know what
2: I mean? Yeah but that's just a front because we all live in the same fucking neighborhood man yeah and it's the same thing that rolls over to our grand. like nah my family's good you know don't ever like have you ever said okay um uh this is just within the family the rapes or the divorces and Mm -hmm. all that shit man outside of the family we're all good and shit man but that that makes a complex out of someone because you can't outright say okay my parents was divorced so my grandparents was divorced and we kind of went against the wishes of whatever god or some right. shit is out there but i think it definitely stopped at our generation because we grew up with more and the, this is just me talking in the last maybe seven eight years and shit man i've never told my family story and shit. it was kind of embarrassing or uh I didn't want to let that story out because I didn't want to feel less of. Because yeah. you know, in the in the hood, he was like, you don't want to feel less of. Like, right. oh, look at his shoes, right. He's got pro wings on. Or something. Yeah, like that's the version of pro wings on your yeah. fan. Like, oh my, no, no, my family's good. Yeah, man. we're straight. Yeah, like yeah. <clears throat> how many stepdads have you? Had? Uh, yeah, like said, I'm working on about. the seventh one. <laughs> yeah, working on. <off. laughs> but that's why I love my mom because, and that's why I live the life the same way I live my life because I got that off my mom. My mom was. I guess, the, the forefront of, like, Asian women dating black dudes and white guys. Mm. Even when that shit was taboo, still in the 90s and yeah. early 2000s. Getting divorced a couple but, times. But can, you, can you imagine that shit, like, 30 years ago, though? Your
3: mom doing all that shit? Oh, man,
2: she, she'd be, she would be out the family. Like, exactly. even... Okay, I remember when my mom... You would be out the family. She was... They everybody and, associated dating this dude named daryl black guy and shit man back in like 93 91 and shit i remember when she first brought him to the house him and his son the family weren't even fucking with him like that oh. but we live with them so oh. it was like no that's that's my stepbrother that's my stepdad yeah, and shit yeah. so it was kind of cool in a way because we showed our family like it don't have to be filipino right it don't have to be fucking this and that or of your culture and shit people are People are good people, and, sh- and right. people can get divorced and show love and all that right. shit. Right,
1: and, and I think that's part of the idea of like coming to America is that mm-hmm. this new beginning. Mm-hmm. It's like we don't have to live under the constraints of fucking tradition anymore. Right, right. And it's like a, a woman can right. be the head of a household. Right. and Tradition fucking... can be customized.
2: Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying?
1: Exactly. If we don't. The, the, in America, you don't have to fucking live under the tyranny of your fucking alcoholic crazy dad. Right. You know. Right. So it's like, of course, fucking. Yeah, shake it off and let's move on. Fucking start anew. It's 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 really interesting, and and I know. And like when you see, I don't know, like for my mom, when I talk to her, you know, she always looks at me. (laughs) She, my niece, like uh, last year asked my mom. She was like, "Would you would you ever tell us the story of our family?" And my mom looked at her like this. She, like, grimaced She, like, like, furrowed her brow Like, looked at her Like, she just fucking, like, spit in her face Like, in a way, like, why would I fucking murder yeah, you, you with that, why with that you story? Why would you want Yeah, or, or yeah. like, and she was said it in front of her My niece said it in front of her friend mm. And so, like, she was looking at her friend Like, like, this is private shit This mm. is not, you know, like, this is you know, like, private I, shit. I'm, i the family. Right, and and she and and even <coughs> having her friends sitting there when she asked the question was like embarrassing mm. and, and and upsetting to my mother. And she wasn't mad at my niece at all for asking that question. She wasn't mad. She was just she like, violated, why? well, why do you want to fucking know that? Right. Like what? Why? Like, I'm your
3: grandma, and yeah. that's all you. Should that's know.
1: all you need to know, that's bitch. A, yeah.
3: That's a mentality of not. Now mentality. do you think you that's? Your history, do you dude? think
1: that's like? Now, do you think that's some ethnic-type shit? Like, mm-hmm. like even people who come up in America, like, who, who kind of are tight-lipped? Because, like, you look at the hood, like, even in the hood, there's this, like, no-snitch-type mentality, you know? Like, well, like keeping shit, like, like you said, keeping in the family. You think, like, keeping... That's cultural, shit, man. Cultural? That's, their,
2: that's their culture. Yeah. You know I, what I'm saying? I this think, is, this I is think it's a
3: cultural thing, and it all depends. Because, like, if you were West Coaster, a.k.a. white... So you're proud of saying like oh I'm fucking Scottish blood and I come from this or I'm Italian blood or I'm whatever blood but when you're from like you know Mexico or whatever (laughs) you're just like kind of like oh yeah I'm third generation Mexican I'm not you know I'm not going to tell you where I'm from you know what I
1: mean because
2: you're kind of like well, well like, and there's already a of stigma
1: against fucking against people of color, people right. immigrants, right? There's well, this American stigma. We against...
2: hate it on ourselves. Like back in the day, remember Fab? We used to call it fresh off the boat. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm Filipino, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say I'm staunch Filipino and shit. Mm-hmm. But when kids were coming to our school straight from the Philippines, we would make fun of them because they didn't <laughs> wear the sneakers, they didn't yeah, talk yeah. like us and the shit. Accent. But I'm calling myself, they're more Filipino than me. And I only understood that as an adult. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, I'm, I'm here calling myself Filipino, but I'm making fun of my countrymen that's one degree, like, zero, like the first generation right. of their family removed, and I'm making fun of these motherfuckers and shit. Right. And now, as an adult, I feel super bad. Of course. Because, like, they can talk the language they probably know a little bit more history they they knew their grandparents they probably knew their great-grandparents lived in the same fuck and i'm mm-hmm. coming from a straight divorce family don't even know my story right. and i'm making fun of them because they talk different right. and they wear different shoes and different clothing and shit, which man.
1: which is from that stigma that yeah. fucking like but that's the that
2: american shit too right i'm american, better than you right you know that what i'm man?
1: better that entitlement
2: right but now nowadays i fucking bow down man yeah like, you're you're straight more Filipino than me than I will ever be. I grew up in this fucking American, maybe, because, you know, in America, you always want to identify yourself. Mm. Like, if you had a black German dude that grew up in Germany, he'd be like, yeah, I'm German. Right. Yeah. But over here in the States, we always want to identify ourselves from the closest people that immigrated mm. to the States.
3: Right, right. You, right. Know, you know what other thing trips me out? There's this guy at work named Tony, black guy at work. He, he was a Marine, so he's like for Navy. I don't know what the hell. I don't remember what he was, military. Anyway, super proud of being an American, which I, I'm an American too, but I was born in Mexico myself. And you like, were? Yeah. How dare you? I what the fuck? <laughs> I was born in TJ. So I'm me- I, I consider myself Mexican before American, even yeah. though I'm both. You know what I mean? Right. But this motherfucker doesn't understand that. And, and <laughs> the other thing that, that trips me out as well is he's, Mex- he's, he's African American. But his, his family or his generation has been here for, what, 300 be, years? He's been washed. Maybe, so like, he three, know. four generations. So his, his lineage, like, even he might not know. He Like you said, it's kind of locked. He doesn't know right. exactly right. where he comes from. So that pride is nowhere near there. You know what right. I mean? Right. Where
2: I'm... We're closer.
3: I'm, I don't know if I'm considered first or, you know, first generation or whatever. But I was born there and brought here. So that pride is still there for me. So he would get pissed when I would be, like... I'm fucking Mexican, yeah. or you know, Mexico won, fuck yeah, fuck US, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Mexico won against US, you know, Cup, whatever. Why are you whatever. cheering for him, man? Yeah, and so he, yeah. he would get mad because I would, I would like cheer them on and I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm proud of being Mexican, you know what I mean? And he doesn't understand that, but then again, you know, he's a minority too, but he's he's been, his family, you know, he can't trace it back. Right. You know? America I feel bad is all right. he has is a history. Yeah, and I feel bad, you know what I mean? Like he should be able to trace and he should be able to pride of where right, he came from. Right. But he's not going to do that because, you know, most of the time you can't can't find out. You can't find out. You do the
2: fucking... Now imagine if that dude, his parents came from Ghana. Like, he'll be cheering for the fucking Ghana National Soccer Team. You know what I'm saying? Because he grew up in that culture. Right,
1: right. right. And, and like, that's the thing where people fucking, like, American pride. There's not... I I think... I'm fucking super proud to be American. Like, I I think it's awesome that I can go to the faucet and and drink the water without dying of dysentery. I think it's amazing that, like, fucking I
2: can live as a musician and follow my passions right. and not have to follow fucking... Okay, but do you feel like an asshole in a way because you know your family's story? Like, oh, they fucking... No, and because... And we gripe about... Cause, cause no, because me, that's I, why I, they fought. I gripe thought. about small shit yeah. that my grandparents and my, my mom has never went through. That wasn't even a thought in their right. mind and shit, man. Like, they was just... Like, I'm one generation away from selling biscuits on the streets of Manila. You <laughs> know what I mean? Hey. And for me to gripe about, like... You know, unemployment's only giving me this much, and I'm only, I can only eat huh. bread and top, like top ramen was the bottom, for us, Americans. Right. You know what I'm saying? That means you ain't shit. Right. I was like shit, you still got the top ramen. <laughs> hey, you still got right. the government cheese and the Some foil. These motherfuckers don't have any you of know that. What I'm saying? And, and they don't dirty have, wine. So it's like, okay, while you're living it, it does, it it seems like the bottom. Right. But as an adult, and you throw it back in your mind, you're like, damn, these motherfuckers could barely get clean water.
1: I don't feel bad because this is why my mom fucking went through hell. My mom Mm. sacrificed so much to get here, to make a life in America, to to get away from her crazy-ass dad, to to fucking, you know, like, get swept off her feet by my giant, lurchy-ass fucking white man dad. You know, like, fucking... Now, did you think about that when you were young? Um, no. No, because, I mean, when I was young, I was just a selfish... Twat, me too. you know, like I, I wasn't I've never thought fu- about that when I was young, I didn't give a fuck about any of that shit, yeah. but there was a sense of pride that my father instilled in me that my mother didn't <clears throat> necessarily, you know, like my mom was, like I said, she was like, we're not talking about it, we're moving forward, mm. the fact that she married a white guy, you know, society wasn't happy, her father didn't come to the wedding, you know, like the, yeah. the, the whole marriage and shit was a, was a you know, was looked down upon. So mm. she tried to avoid any kind of confrontation that right, happened. Right, right, right. And I get right. that. But my dad was very, he was very, he was instilled a sense of pride. He's like, you're Mexican and you're American. Mm. But remember, you're American, but it's okay that you have Mexican. You know, like, yeah, he was yeah. like, he put more brown pride into me than my mom mm. ever did. And my dad was a tall white guy. So, like, it's it's very, it's interesting dynamic, right. honestly. I, I, a, I don't feel bad about, about being able to pursue my passions because... That's why my parents fucking worked their
2: asses off, right, so I right, could right. do something like this. Right. So you're taking an advantage, but like this is what they wanted from this you. This is what they and wanted. And I'm I'm this taking it full grass. Right. Um, okay. This is what they I
1: worked felt it, for.
2: You know. Me it's just more like they struggled, and for me, just personally, I was like, fuck, I should have struggled just as much as them. You know, I feel mm. kind of bad. I like I, oh, I, I, I should have been pick, I should have been on a boat somewhere, and I should, cause mm. I feel like a piece of shit that. That's. Brilliant. I feel like I should exactly like i recognize my privilege and at this point in my life i'm 36 almost going far I was like shit like they struggle so much and i'm still living in a studio apartment you know what i'm saying like they they struggle <laughs> well, so much i should side. have a house yeah there's... but that's that side of me like being in that society okay 36 year old american right. guy he probably i has should a have house, a house kids that yeah. nuclear families yeah, 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 yeah. you know what i mean but at the same time I'm comparing it to the life that i lived as american and the life that i lived as a filipino kid right. and where can i find my in-between i think i'm perfect in my in-between yeah, but i can't fine. really accept it i do accept it but deep down in my head i'm like no no and i think i know what you're saying do i accept it for real there
1: is this sense of guilt that i have that where, where like i know my mom went through so much harder hardship to be in where she's at even now and and you know like for me I could just walk into you know I can walk anywhere I'm not gonna get fucked with by anybody. There is a, I mean I guess they call that white guilt. But you <laughs> can choose what you
2: guilt. eat. I can you choose. Oh, is that vegan? <laughs> I'm feeling like mad bad. Yo, it's like yo man, we we eat pork chops and everyone's eating pork chops.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it, there is this sense of like guilt that like I even though like maybe I should be doing more. Like I do get that. Whereas like I I. I do consider myself successful, but I don't consider myself, like, successful compared to, like, successful rich people. I I find myself successful because, like, I've found, like, an awesome balance where Mm. I'm not rich, but I'm not super poor. Like, I'm in Southern California right now, like, hanging out with my boys, and then I get to go play music over the weekend. That's not that bad. I'm not rich. Maybe I should be further than I am, and, and a lot has to do with being an alcoholic and wasting a lot of time but like you know yeah there is that the opportunity to waste
2: time too though
3: that's a blessing as well i did can can i ask you a question no so i want to know is how big your dick yeah really (laughs) we're doing this we're doing this four (laughs) inches everyone that's listening yeah not really talked about it what do you consider yourself more which i think is obvious right now but like as far as like you haven't really talked about like what do you stand as far as like you feel more Mexican or you feel more white? I feel more Or you feel 50 I talk a lot actually.
1: You just we, we just don't talk like this oh, very okay. often, I guess. Okay, we'll no, uh <laughs> now take your shirt off and jump <laughs> for me. Um, wh- I I definitely claim my Mexican side way harder, but it's only because my whole life I was always around my Mexican side of family mm-hmm. like Our family parties were always at my Mexican side of the family. I was closest to my Mexican side of the family coming up um, and, and more consistently because I was very close to some of my cousins on the white side, but my white side of the family is very disparate and they don't talk to each other very often and, like, they don't need to, you know? Like, they're just like, they'll. We'll talk when we talk. Or I'll, sound, I'll see like, you in your
3: coffin. That's some, like, yeah. a super American shit for some it reason. It is, it is. Though. It's for some, some very
1: white it shit. Is. And, like, you know, yeah. like, I don't mean it in a horrible thing, but, right. like, they're just, like, they're all different people. They didn't... Right. They got away from each other as soon as they could. Like, no one, like, really hangs out of it. The one person that kind of kept the family together died, and now, like, that other... Yeah. Now another family. And I love them, and they're awesome people. I just... I, I even reached out to them and was like, hey, I'd love to re- meet up for dinner. And like, mm-hmm. you know, they're just weird. They're like, they're awkward people. You know, mm-hmm. they're also very awkward. And it's, um, it's just very much how it is. Whereas on my Mexican side of the family, it's like, hey, what's up? We'll fucking we'll fucking, fucking pentejo, uh, you know? Fucking cousin Mike wants to throw a party. We'll oh, fucking at his house. let yeah. fucking come down. And, and it's totally cooled off over the years because there's been some splits within the family. But mm. even though, even though, even even with that like we still when we see each other we're still like it's like we're back to where we were when, right. we, when we were kids right. yeah like we like all the pretense all the bullshit is like wiped away as soon right. as we like are sitting down eating other. together right. and just laugh like we just start laughing it's yeah. just like we lock right in <laughs> so, so yeah I, I, I identify more as my Mexican uh, my Mexican side because that was part of the culture of me growing up it was like eating hot food eating menudo and fucking puking and fuck you know like just try, yeah. you know like all these uh, all oh, there are so
2: many memories of fucking me being just like yeah. this little Mexican okay girl. within the Mexican family because you're half white how the cousins treat you like are you oh, well, little fucking widow all like, of them well, are like you know it's out of love you know of what I'm half white though here's the yeah. thing oh, Okay, okay okay
1: they all went to Ohio and married white okay they all went to Ohio. I, I, I
2: saw you, know, the fucking airplane. So you guys kind of had the same, like, not gripes, but like, okay. Well, we are all just light skinned Mexicans. Like, like you went through the same shit as yeah. me. Yeah. So I understand the plight. Yeah, and it, and it was never even like that because. Now, have you ever had, like, a dark Mexican who was truly <laughs> through and through a Mexican? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. yeah and and I have family bucks. in Mexico yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: that were, like, who fucking Mexicans, yeah. you know,
3: but and I've met them, I've hung out with them but I just want to say something before we get off topic. I just want to say that the most racist Mexican in my family happens to be the darkest Mexican <laughs> in my family. Was he raised in the states? <laughs> he was raised in a, he was pretty much raised in the states. He was born in TJ but raised here mm. and he's the darkest and I think it's compensating because of the fact that he's mm. super dark yeah. that like people have called him like N-Word Because he's so dark Yeah they think. That he gets so upset he, My brother did it one time So he has to And he almost beat up my brother And he's like a big dude Oh. Dude. Because he overcompensates Because he doesn't like to be called that well, And like No one does I don't think I, I get Well I mean yeah But like the fact that He's just so self-conscious about it Right 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 And I don't think it should be I don't think it should be a thing But it is a thing Well
1: yeah That insecurity is part of that self-hatred That he just projects on other people yeah. You know what I mean Like that that because people call them the n-word growing up he hates that and so he hates that about himself yeah and so that's what he hates in other
3: people but to me i see it like kind of like kind of like a person who because our, our family now that we're like you know older and that stuff's not cool being homophobic is not cool it's definitely not right, i mean it's right. never been cool but you no. know now it's definitely not cool <laughs> we see he's kind of like the shame of the family in a way <laughs> But like You know he's so respected Because he's kind of like the elder Yeah So like we don't You know we just kind of let him say What the fuck he's got to say Unfortunately We just don't bring people around him Who would be sensitive to it Because we don't want them To be exposed to that You know But you know it is what it is. There's you know, nothing you can do about that.
1: Well, it's funny you're saying about, like, race, the most racist guy in your family. and But to be... What, 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 what people don't understand, which I think white people don't understand, is that fucking people of color are super racist, too. It's fuck like, yeah, man. <laughs> It's like, fuck... There's... It, it's... It, you... In any ethnic family, um, you know, especially in the black community, like, black kids are taught fucking that you gotta be like be aware that white people are gonna treat you differently Mm. um that's a conversation that had to go on with my parents not to me by the way my parents never said that shit to me but like with their with my mom's parents like when they came to america they had to have this talk about white people you know like so my parents they all married whites and so they always talked about they always were they always talked about equality. No, everybody's the same. So they always tried to keep things like that. Uh, I had a couple uncles who were like fucking fucking blacks, you know, like am Mexicans, you know, like fucking this is Mexican dude. people talking about black people or, or you know, like it's it, it, it I, is a rampant thing. It, in the like,
2: Philippines, okay, did your did your family mingle within other cultures though? Uh, only whites and other mexicans okay because
1: that's all there is in in ohio <laughs> <Same> thing, but <laughs> you got blacks, blacks out there well blacks because but, but no they didn't they didn't intermingle with blacks it was thing. my
2: generation like my the generation before me i wouldn't say they're racist but they're super ignorant to the fact because we grew up in a black neighborhood it was black mexican maybe a little of us filipinos vietnamese mong cambodians and Mm. shit but we always kept like even in the filipino community we just kind of went to our own house we didn't go to the mexican store we went to the fucking ranch 99 and all that shit and fucking even to this day my uncle he has the greatest black friends in richmond and shit man in richmond california and we're rolling up to antioch and shit man and no disrespect to him, but he was like, these fucking niggers are fucking terrorizing the neighborhood. But I was like, yo, your best friend at work is black. Yeah. And the same thing with my dad about maybe like 15 years ago. Yeah. His best friend, Gary, man. like It's like Uncle Gary. Like, yeah, he, he was basically our grandfather growing up. Best friend at work at Kaiser and shit. God, I remember man. my dad got these new shoes and shit, man. No disrespect to you, Pops. But that that's just how the words come out. Yeah. I was like, hey, Pops, where you get that new Jordan? He's like, that nigger at work gave it to me. But he didn't mean no disrespect. He was trying, cause he heard us as kids saying the N word, yeah, nigga. You know yeah, yeah, but he was trying to talk to us the yeah, same okay, way. Okay, yeah, yeah. Not no. I mean, it's a very, it's a, it's a big curveball because when we call our black friends or white friends or whatever that N word, nigga. Yeah, that's, yeah, It's it's it's, it's, it's of, of of camaraderie. Right. It's endearing. But he didn't use that as yeah. he didn't use the endearing term. We're like, pops, you need to stop saying that. <laughs> stop saying and we're like yo gary's your best friend and shit he was and the first thing he says, he's like he knows what he is not <laughs> not even in a yeah negative way right. but more like he, what year was that he knows. he knows what he is to me like yeah. that's my guy right and we're like pops don't even say because you can't even yeah. say it right what you year what, what year was that though? i'm gonna say like 1996 1995 some and he's never said it again because oh, okay. you know well, yeah. I think he had an understanding, but so that, that's a he was basically trying difference. to reiterate that that's my boy. I see you calling your right. homies from the streets, this shit, yeah. and I want to call my boy from work. That, yeah. but you said it in a totally different ass way. <laughs> what but my uncle Albert said in a totally different ass way. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but one thing I want to say, what bring back, because like one thing you were saying is like uh, the way, like you know, cultures or subcultures or. I'm sorry, minorities can be Mm. racist. In my opinion, Mexicans are some of the most fucking racist people (laughs) as fuck. And not only are they racist, they're, they're, uh, I don't even know, this is not a word, but like, locationist, like if, like, so for example, if like you're Mexican, but you're you're from the south, or you're from the west, or you're from the east, Mm. or you're not from an area where you're from, then you are, you know, it's a negative thing, like you're, you know, somehow... Your Chunti or whatever you want right. to call it, your Indio, your something. Chilango, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. we have so many derogatory words for like <laughs> for ourselves, for ourselves. Yes. Yeah. So you can imagine how we treat other people. Like right. our country, and you know, where, I'm sorry, where I'm from, or where I was born, in Mexico. Mm-hmm. For the longest time, they didn't acknowledge people of color. Yeah. So for the, you know, there's a lot of Afro uh, Afro Mexican people mm-hmm. that we never acknowledged for years. It wasn't until this last year that they started. Doing things for them you mm. know what i mean because we have a lot you know like honduras and central america they're most known for that but like mexico there's a lot of afro-mexican people and now they started acknowledging them as a Ooh. people
2: did they get there during like the the trade like yeah slave during the trade? Trade. Mm. During,
3: mostly because mm. because of caribbeans mm. they leaked into mexico you know mm. into all yeah. the other areas right. so there's there's a lot in our in our blood i I'm My dad According to my dad I'm 116 black or whatever Which I can't really claim he got a big ass dick bro (laughs) Just the tip Just the tip is big And the 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 mushroom The rest is kind of small The mushroom bro It's like a Super Mario mushroom and shit
2: Yeah Now do you think that, that That's more of like Like primal shit Like well The blood should be pure You know what I'm saying um, like, I like, think Like that's... primal shit plays Even like Oh yeah, yeah Even yeah. if we don't Tribalism 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 that, That's the word I'm trying to look at That's like, what we're doing right now It very now, much even... plays Into Even though if you don't Recognize it in your head Like intellectually And you can be Oh man white can be with black And white mm-hmm. can be with this And all that shit But When I see a Filipino girl With a white guy I automatically fucking hate for some reason Even though my mom Dated everything under yeah. the sun Yeah It's like Nah you should be With a Philippine. Well, I was guy. telling you About you that black Filipino? girl
1: earlier That I fucking I talk to a lot mm-hmm. That I'm close to Who's like Fucking uh, That sounded bad the, Just my friend Who's a fucking Black girl Who's like Who's dating And married a white dude But like Who will see Another black girl with a white dude and be like, right. Oh fuck that uh, bitch. Yeah, 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 or like yeah. if she sees a black dude yeah, fucking yeah. with a white girl, like, right. oh fucking betrayed her people, right. betrayed his people. Right. And that same person is sitting there fucking doing the same shit.
2: Right. So it, it's weird. So maybe intell- but maybe that's her tribalism but speaking that's... out on top of her intellectualism. Yeah, you know and, what I'm and that's the, the, the same with me. Like I'm I'm very ignorant in that way. Yeah. I should just see people as people. Right. But like if Still. I'm just gonna go off at the mouth and shit the first thing that's gonna come out like man why is that fucking Asian girl with that white boy man? like i'm dark and i'm short <laughs> so what's She's up like me what's up baby <laughs> you really i know and, and then me i'm dating white girls yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like i'm i'm, I'm very much a hypocrite deep. in that sense well it goes
1: deep I, I think tribalism i mean like you think about where tribalism comes from it, it comes from like safety and numbers you know mm-hmm. people fucking. Doing the work, you know fucking helping with the hunts and stuff right, from right. back in the fucking Stone Age You were safe in this tribe And right. then when there was an outsider trying to come and take your food uh. source or trying to fucking come take your women or yeah. whatever yeah. You banded together and fucking hated them right. because you feared them because they were trying to come and take right. whatever you got well, And so that shit stays in us we're Same thing culturally hating. in the music
2: culture like when I first seen white boys going to hip-hop <laughs> I'm not even a black dude, right? but i just seen blacks and Mexicans in hip hop but them, but
1: you've been here's another thing but I've been, like, I've
2: been so fucking uh, what do they say went institutionalized right. in that music mind it's like oh look at this white boy trying to take that hip hop
1: and then also, and I'm
2: an outsider myself but in you, that culture but,
1: but you've also felt the direct feeling of, of being fucking discriminated against against mm-hmm. white people yeah. and people you know like you and know deep what deep down that, in myself if, I'm
2: like oh, how come you're more accepted and I'm an Asian dude in hip hop right. but I don't get a, as, as right. accepted as you got. You yeah, man.
1: yeah, it, it's like you're yeah. you're you're a, you're a direct result, right. fucking. And even fuck though it. you're
2: aware of that shit, your awareness doesn't come out until uh, like you kind of sit back. It's just this low level intellectual, yeah, 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 in, yeah. In those weird moments. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it, it's the same way in the reggae scene and shit, man. Like when mm-hmm. I see, even though they play the baddest fucking, SRP plays the baddest music and <laughs> shit, <man>. the fuck <laughs> and I see a bunch of white boys like, yo, man, like. <laughs> the fuck is going down over the music is fucking tight yeah but at the same time it's like there's no brothers up there it's yeah. the same thing when I see like besides the BC boys like when I go out here to OB and I see a bunch of white boys like yo they're hip hop to the core yeah m- probably more hip hop than me <laughs> right they, but inside internally I'm a fucking hating for some reason <laughs> and I don't want to be hating you know what no. I mean because no. like they lived in hip hop they grew mm-hmm. up in a hip hop culture and shit man they should be all up
1: Oh, yeah. No, and, you know and like I mean? how fucking musicians or, or instrumentalists will look at um, fucking EDM, button pushers, Ooh. DJs. Or even look at, like a, a classic one is instrumentalists and vocalists. Mm. How instrumentalists will be kind of elitist with music mm. over
2: a, a vocalist because... Right. You don't know you, you don't know the e key, You don't mm. know how to read music. Right. Well, I'm it, making all the beats.
1: Which, in, in fact, a really good vocalist like my wife... Do know how to read music? They can, Mm. in fact, they can sight read music and sing it correctly.
2: But when they see her on stage, she's just a singer. She's just a
1: singer who who was born with a natural ability that she fostered a little bit. Right. Um, which she probably knows more about theory than most of those mm. people who would be hating on her. Right. I mean, she knows more than well, I do. But when you I see it before.
2: on stage, this, the in your mind, the story's going to be short. Like, oh, she's just a vocalist. Right. It, it.
1: And, and when you're an instrumentalist, it's like I worked so many years mm-hmm. getting my fingers to do what I tell it to do because I'm crazy and I have to repeat the same <laughs> action over and over again right. until I get better at it. Right. It's so... It, it, it's but a, even
2: still, like that could be cultural too, because like our parents listen to bands, mm. and then we listen to hip hop people. Yeah. Like, oh, you guys are sampling this shit that was already made.
1: Yeah, and well,
2: you're just rhyming over the shit. There's no artistry in it. Well, That's what they say. And, and especially you know with I
1: mean? like DJs who are playing other people's music, who are like getting paid all this money. Oh, just I to hate on to- that shit too. And, and it's not, you know, like, I, I respect, like, like uh, EDM artists, like, I, I don't Like, Danger Mouse, who even wrote that article about fucking, about button pushers. Uh, I think he did a great job in talking about how, like, DJs, some DJs are, the real work is when they're in the studio, mm-hmm. and when they present it, they're just presenting it in a different format right. than what you might be used to. Right. It's like, they did the work. They right. did the like, the, like, Danger Mouse, or, is that his name, or the guy, the big mouse Dead, yeah. Mouse. Dead, Dead Mouse. Dead Mouse. Dead yeah, Mouse. Yeah. Danger Mouse is that producer. Um, Dead Mouse. uh Yeah, Dead Mouse. He fucking, you know, he fucking puts on a show. He has a light show. And, right. And there is a difference between some of the But I can't even hate off the someone...
2: DJs that are saying, like, they just play top 40. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because they know how to control the crowd. And they're making their money. And they're making, it's not even about the money, but they right. know how to make a club move. You're right. You're right. You know but what I'm saying? They can read the they crowd. they have like, a okay. Talent. We're, we're, we're playing the, the Jeezy, right? Okay, mm-hmm. they ain't feeling the Jeezy. They can read that crowd. But sometimes the people that are just straight fucking music producers and mm-hmm. shit, man, they can never read a crowd like you know, that. You know they, what I mean? They,
1: their place is behind the computer right, right, fucking just right. staring at screen. And then some
2: DJs can do both. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Savants, in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: No, there's a talent to all of that. It, but, it, but, but there is just going to be this underlying thing, no matter what it is. It's like... There's somebody who's be like, well, they didn't work for that or right. something. You know what I mean? Like they got to a place where they didn't have to work as hard as me right, or something. Right, you right, know? right, 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 It's like I went it.
2: through the struggle. Yeah, I had to fucking get my, my. I mean, there's a lot of people hating on that little Nas X guy. Who's he... Nas X? The uh, country bro. because it's oh, like, that's, oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. A lot of people like it, but though. a yeah. lot of people like that of shit. Of course. And then pe- people. I'm about to
1: be playing it in a cover band People probably
2: in the country sect. Country music says, like, yo, I've been working in this country music shit for 20 years. Mm-hmm. I've never had a hit. And this fucking guy who's probably hip-hop or whatever, black guy. And he's gay. And he's gay. Which is even the better. Same time, but time. Like, he what? had a fucking hit. You know what I'm saying? One
3: point you brought up, which I like, but I didn't like at the time because I don't like country music for shit. Mm. But you were saying that you like that because he's a minority and he's hitting in the country realm where there's a lot of, like, going back to that white dudes that were doing rap and they're mm-hmm. kind of like leaking into that right. and this dude leaking into their right. territory now exactly. and he's a black cat doing country a gay black cat doing country mm-hmm. which is dope as fuck in my opinion yeah. Right. and right. he's you know now he's leaking into their territory and he's not the only one there's like apparently like a couple tracks now that are right. country
2: rap or whatever well, that's why um when Billy Ray Cyrus opened up to him and shit, man, I was like, that's a a, a very progressive mind in, yeah. in, in my, because Billy Ray Cyrus was just Achy Breaky Heart. Right. He came 90, 90, whatever, Achy Breaky Heart, and for him to reach out to a young kid was probably way out of his generation right. range, way out of that music range. Yeah, how did him. that link up come, even, right. come about? But the thing is, Achy Breaky Heart was a pop hit. There was not a lot of pop hits. John Denver and all that shit, man. Like, country always stayed country. Right. And for him to come out with Achy Breaky Heart, oh, was like, was he a... probably got fucking hated for that shit. Yeah, so crossover. I think he really Perfect. understood little Nas' ex's plight. Mm. Now, you right. know what I'm saying? I, I think that's why he reached out and be like, you know what? I was a man at that time too when mm. Achy Breaky Heart came out. People hated me on that shit. People are hating you on that shit. I'm going to fucking throw out my olive branch and you got the best fucking country song <laughs> right now. And you gay shit, suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring it out. You know, Sorry, yeah, And I mean, my daughter is Miley Cyrus, so she's kind of in a dude. way. She's gonna suck my dick too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright. Because it's country. Because yeah. it's country, baby. We yeah, yeah, <laughs> keep it in the family. Yeah, hell yeah, man. But that's like culturally, uh, country music is white boy music. Yeah. Concrete white boy music. Yeah But at the same time There's a lot of black people That was listening to country music too co- What, Like one
1: one of my favorite black people In the world Mac McKeever Fucking loves country He's from Oklahoma Mac McKeever Shout out to Mac McKeever <laughs> Beep 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 yeah. Before, <laughs> Mac McKeever It's uh, Raina's stepdad oh. But like He, he fuck it he First loves name country. Mac though Mac
2: attack yeah, son Yeah hell yeah I, I guess I should Mac is full bang. Only he a black like guy can be called Except for China Mac Shout out to China Mac China Mac <laughs> Yeah you don't know about China Mac
1: I don't know China, China Mac. Mac
2: Yeah Not Mac Well just like um that do Cap Cap, I think Cap Cap G. Uh, Cap G From Atlanta He a Mexican guy But he grew up in Atlanta mm-hmm. But he sound like a brother and shit man And he doing the trap shit And all that shit man But Is
1: he dropping n-bombs?
2: I'm sure and is it, it, Talking to the homies Or whatever Well I same like Action Bronson And shit yeah. man Like you know he was dropping n-bombs And he sound like a brother and shit But he's definitely a white guy and shit man I, I, w- I want to bring
3: it back Back to race Racism Okay. Which is my favorite subject For some reason oh, yeah, yeah we man. love it Yeah What I want to say is One thing that I learned As an adult Which I didn't know Oof. When I was a kid Apparently there was Like a big race war Between African Americans And Mexicans in, in jail Jail shit In jail mm-hmm. Yeah And it affected And it spilled over it, To the streets Cause I was in LA I grew up in LA So it spilled over To the streets uh-huh. Which I didn't know So for the longest time When I was a kid I lived in Compton Long Beach When I lived in Long Beach uh, Black kids didn't get along with me and we would always be fighting all the time. But right. well, you probably
2: went to elementary school with them.
3: I went to elementary school, yeah. but we still fought at the schools. We fought outside the schools. It was just normal to, for us to fight. We never got along. That was just the thing. I didn't know that it was like a, a prison thing that leaked right. into the streets. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it tripped me out because I didn't, know that, I didn't learn that until I was an adult. Now I understand it. I used to take it personal, and I used to trip out on you know people of different races because of that. Right. But when I found out about that, it tripped me out and like, oh, now I get it. You know, what I mean, I didn't yeah. know that at the time. Right. It was There's just some embedded. outside, outside influence shit yeah. that you know fucked with everybody. Yeah. And made you, f- feel or treat other people that way, because of the way you know prison shit went down. That's just stupid right. as fuck. You know, for the longest time, honestly, I was somewhat racist myself against certain cultures. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I'll bitch. fucking say it right. Meow. Nah, <laughs> yeah. right? no, not really. Not that bad, but I didn't I quite what I meant to say is I didn't understand what was going on at the time. Yeah. And well when now I understand it.
1: Well when you know, like you're young and ignorant, like of course like you're you're only going off of what people tell you. Yeah. And if your family and if your block and if the people who look like you are telling you fucking stay away from those people who look different from us then you're going to be like right. Those people are trying to fuck us. It's tribalism right. It's like fucking their crime. Well,
2: same thing with the Bloods and Crips man oh, Like God. you had shot my uncle back in the day And we, we hate that side of town and shit man mm. And they're all black You know what I'm saying But your Bloods and Crips and shit man And you just grow up saying oh, You know uh, Lincoln hates Skyline and shit man Yeah and when you grow up, say I just don't like that side because my family <laughs> told me said I don't yeah. like that side, and you yeah. grow up as a fucking adult, and say I don't like that side. What's the story? I don't know. I just don't fucking like them, man. Don't like them. don't, like him. Yeah. Like don't like him. fucking like them, man.
3: W- it was kind of like that when I grew up in high school. It was like that's what you would do. You would say yeah, I don't like them and stuff, and it would trip me out because my high school was divided, was divided into races. You would have your uh, Mexicans hang out with uh, you know by themselves. We were the mi- The majority. You got your Samoans, you had your Filipinos, you had the your best. blacks, you had your three One whites, of the best crews. you had your three whites—only three white people in the whole school. Damn! And, and so it was—it was awesome. Now in <laughs> how, but wait, how <laughs> yeah. how fucked yeah. up was it for those, those white man. kids? It was pretty yeah. fucked up. Because, I mean, like, they had a mingle, f- they had a mingle with us, of and course. it was cool and it was awesome. I like fuck, white Mike was cool as fuck. White Mike, but <laughs> yeah. but WM. But the thing is, like, we would all—it was weird. It was like prison, even in our school, we yeah. were segregated. Nobody would like. There was only certain crews like me myself, honestly myself, I grew up around Filipinos, all my best friends have always been Filipinos, yeah, right yeah, you know so what i 'm saying girl <laughs> but, uh, but like for the mon- for the majority of the time they would be-, be asking me why are you hanging out with them? Mm. You should be hanging out with us, in fact, right. the trippiest, like memories I have in high school was one time in class, the only time that ever happened they would they divided our class into groups and we had to work with each other throughout the whole year, and my group consisted of of a, of a, of a a white kid, a uh, black kid, and a mixed girl and myself, Mexican. And it was a trip because we would talk to each other like we were best friends in the class about the whole year. But, but, when, but when we would leave, I wouldn't even acknowledge them. They wouldn't even mm-hmm. acknowledge me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was a trip. In fact, years after high school when I seen some of those kids, I, well, I seen one of them, I tried to talk to her like, hey, what's up, you remember? She didn't even fucking remember me, dude. Damn, that's, that's how, how much. We, uh, yeah. That's how much we, like, close ourselves off to, like, Right Like yeah. you know This is my thing You know what I mean it, and, and that's it, how we
1: Yeah go on it,
3: I mean like After that It didn't really Fucking matter Cause it's the fucking You know The future and shit But like <laughs> During during that time Early 2000s <laughs> it, was, future, bro. It, it was It was still like future. It was still like that You know Early 2000s was still like that yeah. Now yeah. That shit don't fucking matter you know Yeah I mean? well
1: now that The internet's around And people are communicating That's openly why I like with The people.
2: fucking The kids nowadays They hang out With each other Yeah They skaters, don't fuck. Hang, Skaters are black and white Yeah and Fucking even though there were black and white skaters back in the day, mm-hmm. they were kind of the fucking outcasts, yeah. man. I remember when I yeah. got
1: here and I saw a black guy skate. I was like, I didn't know black yeah. people yeah. skated. Yeah. I didn't know black people played beer pong.
2: Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, true. When got, I didn't know. Yeah. So when I came down to San Diego, man, um, this is the first time like I was the minority. As I'm always the minority, <laughs> but as far as like there were more white people than other people. And shit, yeah. Man. Yeah. Of course. And we the. the The neighborhoods I grew up, like, the white guys were always the minority, or just the white people alone, so they were just considered weak because they weren't numbers. The numbers weren't there and shit, man. And when I got down to San Diego, it was, like, super suburb, you know what I'm saying? But I would put up the most gangsterous white dude against the most gangsterous hood dude that I knew, and the white dude would probably win. (laughs) Because My boy Dave, white boy skater and shit, man. I seen him hit a lot of people with a skateboard. And shit. Yeah. I've never seen this shit in my life, and I seen a lot of fucking my people, Mexican black people run away from fights. This dude would not run away from a fight. 90%. And then in my head, I was like, white boys are fucking hard, Or you know, crazy. And then when I throw back, I go back to the bay. I'd be like, "Yo, man, this fucking white boys, just fucking crazy, man. Like, you're yeah. gonna fucking whoop everyone in the hood's ass. Yeah. They wouldn't believe it. Because nah, they, yeah, gay, okay, cause, cause they weren't living. Cause all they've seen is the one yeah. or two white people yeah. that. And fucking we live were in a little... great neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, okay. The first time I seen hard drugs, was white people. Uh-huh. I've seen needles, paraphernalia, uh-huh. weed, maybe, but the first time I seen LSD, cocaine, meth and shit was white people and shit, man. That's interesting. But in the same way when i was living in the hood they are like yo the shit is out there mm. but we never seen the shit yeah that's true you know what
3: i yeah. mean because when i grew up in la i knew those motherfuckers were shooting up but I that never and seen it was like yeah.
2: in, in 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 kind of the hood scenarios like those are like dope fiends you never hang around with the right right fiends. yeah the, it's cool in the white community kind of it's like oh he got the coke yeah. he got the he got the acid like that's the cool guy like it kind of turned and shit. The yeah. guy with the drugs is the cool guy. <laughs> yeah. And the hood is like the guy selling the drugs is the cool guy, um, but the people doing the drugs are fucking dopeheads.
1: Yeah, they're, they're the they're the bad guys. Right, but like it, right. But when white people are doing it, they're yeah. cool it's, well, and they're it's like, Well, because it's and more of a party
2: thing. Yeah. Drugs in the hood is more of like because your life is going bad. Right, because you're in this drugs downtrodden in, a, in, in the suburbs because you have the money yeah. to buy the drugs and shit.
3: Hmm. Unless you're, unless you're uh, WT A.K.A. White Trash Then uh, <laughs> You know what I mean I don't mean you know. Which was like yeah. That's where I'm my Fucking White Side yeah. Family uh, But the thing is The from. White
2: Trash Like They fucking They're hood motherfuckers Oh they yeah. going good yeah. With my hood Motherfucker homies From the hood They're
1: selling mad They're yeah, fucking man. Breaking into people's They houses. came from they're Bad fu- families yeah. and shit like. I'm not saying
2: That shit. everyone Came from bad families Because The people that Came from the hood Um where I grew up they had two parent households hmm. but they wanted to overshow the people that was really fucking gutter and shit man like oh you guys came from no one at the house I got everyone at the house like I want to overshow. like my best friend one of my best friends Dominique um, I live with him in Japan he came from a great two parent household CIF fucking champ in San Diego he ended up killing his fucking grandma Jesus in, in, in Mississippi And shit man, He did 20 years I think he's out now And shit why huh? he kill his grandma? I think he's a little schizo uh, But at the same time In my mind is like shit man We came from the same cloth Yeah I didn't gang bang I didn't f- Okay So I moved to San Diego He moved to San Diego At the same time He moved to East Lake Which is an incredible school mm-hmm. I moved to Terra Santa Incredible school Me and my other Good friend Rennell We met up Dominique And in Japan You're just so Cut off from it we walk, we like rap videos and all gangster shit. You yeah, know what I'm saying, but there was really no type of gangs in Japan. But <laughs> when you move to San Diego, everything's accessible to you. Yeah, yeah. Totally. So he started banging because that was accessible to him. Yeah, he liked the he liked the culture. And he identified he liked with, with the music. And and shit, so right? he was like, yeah, this is for me. So even though he came from a good family and shit, when we met in uh in high school, we would meet on the weekends and shit. He'd be like, yeah, what's, what's going on, man? I'm, I'm hanging around with Skyline. I'm hanging out with why are you even doing that shit you know what i'm saying Mm. like because it's cool for you i understand you know high school kid you want to do what what the cool is and shit man. but that led him to uh to his default you know 20 years in prison 17 years in prison and shit man
1: yeah i mean like it's that's another thing too is like nature versus nurture i mean like he was nurtured and you know like in the same way you know like you fucking... You got... I mean, like, I'm sure your parents were like, don't be like the fucking dope has, Don't be like right, the drug right.
2: addict. Don't be but able to like, like, I was jealous of them because, like, I grew up with my mom. Single-parent household. And she was Navy. So, basically, I grew up by myself. Yeah. She was always on duty mm. or working for the military and Lashky shit. Latchkey as fuck. Um, hella latchkey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. HL. HL, growing, Me too. Me HLs. and my sister
1: were both fucking yeah, H L. Well, like, fuck. I grew up cool,
2: but that I, I i just think like okay did i grow up cool because my mom let me go out and mm-hmm. do my thing and i kind of figured it out for myself and then dominique kind of had that 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 umbrella of parents under mm-hmm. him and by the time he came out as an adult he had to fucking he had to fucking just go out and fucking do it all at once right
1: well and that's what i'm saying like nature versus you know, nurture like, like i
2: i had it in small spurts i can yeah. hang around with the homies i hang out with the nerds i can hang around with my filipino home black homies and all and i got that shit like in, in small little feedings mm-hmm. so i can understand this side i can understand well, that side
1: and, and like you said there was a, some kind of chemical imbalance with this guy yeah Anyways, he, was, he, he was out there he was he, he was like, a little so like even if it that's that's the risk of like having children even like fucking you could be you and your wife could be the sanest most safe safest people educated as fuck but you can have this fucking little psychopath who ends up eating fucking babies when they get older right. because they're just just because of a chemical imbalance that right. they that's their control. Right. So like your friend Dominique, he fucking got you know a similar upbringing, had a nice he you was, know even
2: as a kid we can kind of tell. Yeah. Because he he would hang out with the big homies and shit, man, yeah. and like drink, and he would come back kind of hardcore. And then we <laughs> would because even in high school when we met him, he would come with his gangster shit, and maybe like three four hours later. He'd be back, talking the gay shit that we talked. You know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. the shit that his homies would even laugh about and shit. Right. And then we would see him maybe like a month later, and he's back to his gangster shit. It would take <laughs> him a little bit to reset to so, us. So uh, he was also kind of a follower. Uh yeah, definitely.
1: So I mean, like that's a yeah. that's a whole nother. The thing same as well. kid, because
2: we lived in Japan, and he we he would go out to Philly for basketball camp, mm-hmm. and when he would come back to basketball camp, he would come back with an accent. Yo, 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 B. What
1: up, bro? Yeah, like,
2: yeah. What the fuck? You? And then maybe like a month later, he'd be. He'd be back same. to just playing yeah. G.I. Joe's and yeah. rapping. Yeah. And I felt bad in a way. I was like, shit, I should have. Like, we the homies here should have been in his life a little bit more. Mm. But you can't control that. No, and you, you know? can't be there for everybody. Yeah. I mean, just like anything else. Like, yeah. the homie's going to bang. He's going to do what he wants to do and shit, man. Yeah. Um, even my homies out here. Like, a lot of my Filipino homies, like, from high school. It's like, I'm living in Ocean Beach. Not a lot of people come out of Chula Vista or mm. Mira Mesa. <laughs> Fucking this motherfucker hanging around with chinos all day and shit, man. And it's just with like, Chula. at the same time, like, I feel kind of bad. It's like, oh, I'm leaving my homies. And at the same time, it's like, okay, well, you guys don't want to kick it on my side either. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like, in OB, they're like, why are you hang around with all these white people? <laughs> you know, it's like, white people is cool. <laughs> you never gave them the time. Yeah. The same thing they're probably thinking about you, like how come you hang around with these hood muck-? you
3: ain't never give them
2: the time that, either.
3: That that's a hundred percent true because when I you can ask this for when I came to San Diego, I didn't really know that many white people. To me, I grew up in LA. To me they were like the the teachers, the bosses, mm-hmm. the people yeah. in charge, the people that had everything. And when I come down here I can kind of see it's a little bit more chill in San Diego, so I can see that they're more on my level mm. than a superior... I always thought that. Like, they were, like, right. a superior race right. for some reason. Well, but that's guess, because that's what, the, that's that was what they teach. Yeah, you yeah LA, that's that's what, you, that's what they teach in L.A., right. and that's what I always thought. You exactly. know what I mean? And then seeing out here, even our homegirls, you know, homeboy's girlfriend, you know, like, she's my my first really only friend that's, like, you know, white. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She people cool that are shit. half yeah. shit. was cool shit, and to me, it brought it down. I had, like, this... They were, like, on a pedestal for some reason for me. You know what I mean? But like once. I came down here and i noticed everybody's fucking chill everybody's the fucking same it doesn't really matter you get to talking you get to knowing people and this is this is
1: why and and this is why fucking when we are creating these boundaries with people like when we're not letting people talk and like when we're talking about like antifa Mm -hmm. how like that these anti-fascists who are fucking if you don't agree with them
2: you're, you're an enemy then you're an
1: enemy which is right. ironically
2: right. fascist you can not even of, say one thing that's against them right if you disagree enemy.
1: yeah then you're wrong and, right. and you're you're offensive and now that leaves you open for attack a physical right. beating you know that's the problem with shutting people down and not communicating with each other and, and like and pushing these hate these right. people who hate underground right. and like it's like we should be knowing what people are talking about like right. and you know what I've noticed a lot about and especially black people who are saying this um I, I see a lot of people's like I like I don't think we should de platform people because I want to know who I need to avoid mm. or I want to know where they're coming from right. because like I want to know like I, I want to know how to protect myself but right. I also want to know how to communicate with them right because it, because you when you cut off a whole group of people what? How is right. that? How is
2: that ever gonna? And how, you're probably cutting off, putting up boundaries
1: is never gonna break boundaries. You're probably cutting
2: off a whole different people from that one person.
1: Yeah, from a bad experience. Right. Even. Like if you had a bad experience with black, right. like what if you got robbed on the trolley one night? You got beat up by a roving group of right.
2: teenage fucking
1: people, teenage okay, boys it, of
2: color. I put it uh, the first time my Filipino homies came out to OB, mm. we ran into some racist motherfuckers. Yeah, some white this assholes is, was very uncommon mm. For being OB and shit, mm. man. But they don't ever want to come back because of that experience. Well, of course,
1: man. but then, but then, still to this day, I guarantee if they try to go to PB and there's a group more than three of them in a group, they're right. not gonna let them into the club. Right. So you're also and it's gonna that. reaffirm that. Right. Yeah. They're gonna be like, this is why we don't come to the fucking beach because right. white people fucking suck. Well, it's and like, I feel well, the same baby. way. It's like
2: okay, in my mind, it's like, am I eating it? Like, am am I Uncle Tom in it right oh, now? Shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, am I just like? super because i've lived here now in the beach mm. like am i oblivious to that mm. that they can recognize it more because they stayed in national city right. and i'm just kind of eating the fucking disrespect yeah now yeah am i not am i not as hard <laughs> as <fucking> I, <laughs> am I, not I used to anymore? be you know what i'm saying <laughs> I'm damn, yeah. uh, these white people yeah. just stepping yeah. on so my like, damn right now questioning myself and shit bro <laughs> well
3: one thing I did want to mention though just just going back a little bit about the Antifa thing you were talking about mm. was like so for example one of my cousins he's ice yeah and then my brother he's like the anti of that he's like yeah. he's not Antifa but he's like you know if you if you stand with them then you're not part of me yeah, you know, yeah right, right? Right, and right, my cousin's family dude we right. go to family parties right, right my sister left to Japan a few weeks ago my cousin was there to support you know he mm-hmm. was there to support us and I don't necessarily agree with you know like the whole the way b- people are being treated as far as the camps and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't agree with that, obviously, but I'm not gonna about to shut up my cousin because he's blood. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean he's blood, but and like, he's doing what he has to job, do. Because he's, cause he needs that's make money, money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, right. he has to do what he has to do, and he defends it hardcore. Mm. And I get it. Like when he's there, he he tries to explain and justify himself. And I don't think, in my opinion, he doesn't have to do that. You know what I mean? No. Right. He's, just, he, he's trying to He's making his money his way. Day. You know what I mean? But. Ha-
2: but he's probably the one that's seen the shit there. Oh, he's seen the shit. It might not be as bad in his eyes, or maybe he's seeing something different than what the media is feeding us. You yeah, know I can say? tell you right we now, don't know.
3: from what he told me, he's seen some bad shit, but he tries to twist it in a way where it sounds justified, mm. but it's not in my mind. Thank like, I don't right. agree with that shit. Honestly, I wouldn't work that job because right. I, I'm not working that job now, and I wouldn't, but I can't judge. You know, okay. he's got to do what he's got to do. Maybe he's desensitized to it. Okay,
2: he is. if we're in the fucking hood and... We hear gunshots and we're just going to be like this. And shit, yeah, yeah, we're not. There's nothing that I have like Johnny Hollywood and he's just like fucking running and shit, man. I'm just like, OK, well, I'm, I might just be super desensitized. Like that might yeah. be some super hood ass shit to you. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's just a regular yeah. day in the park. Yeah. yeah, that That's might be shit. a regular day in a park. That's them, what I, I you know? hear.
1: That shit still in the south end of Toledo where yeah. my mom lives. You're probably still... just like,
2: eh. yeah, I grew up eh. with that shit. You know, yeah. like
1: being at my Tia Maria's, being at my T Emily's on right. the north end. Like, we heard that shit all right.
2: the time. And or maybe if we go to Ohio, me and Hef, we're, we're all kicking it like here in the yeah. park. And maybe some white boy says some racist shit and then you laugh it off or some shit. And me and Hef are really offended off that mm-hmm. shit. You're just like, this is my environment. Not saying that you'll you appreciated that, or, like, you would take it in, but it's just, like, this is where I live. It's normal. Yeah. This, this is just normalcy for me. Shit, it is, but it for me,
1: it's not, it, like, it, it's it, it's not something that I accept. Yeah. Uh, Raina calls me a day walker because, yeah. uh <laughs>
3: She calls me a I use that term all
1: the yeah. time, by the way. I love that term. She's just like, because people just be thinking they're talking to the uh, everyday white guy, right. and then all of a sudden they start saying whatever, right. and then all of a sudden it, the, the, the mood shifts really quickly. Right. And, like, I have no problem with being like, oh, by the way, I got a black son, my wife is black, right. fuck you. You know, like. And I'm not very... I'm not blunt like that, but I, I, I do make people feel uncomfortable intentionally. Sir,
2: my son is black. <laughs> no, <laughs> sir, so, please wanna, have I,
1: a
3: little respect, please. I did not want to ask you that. So in Toledo, when people see you, do they think white... Of right course right the Most
1: bat. people You thought I was white He thought I was I white. white I still think you're white Yeah exactly My <laughs> <laughs> wife calls
3: me a white boy All the time Of Damn. course Man, You mean she fuck? don't say what? Give me that Mexican dick <laughs> yeah. She don't say that <laughs> No She <laughs> says turn, turn the daddy She, she says off. daddy Please
1: daddy Please, daddy Bring that Mexican dick over oh, Shit <laughs> No No I, I, Of course I've always been The funny thing is that Like I've experienced racism, like, direct, like, you're a spick, which is the wrong term for a Mexican, by mm. the way. Uh, <laughs> I've been, But I've been called a spick, and I've been called a wetback, but it was only after they found out, like, after they saw my mom drop me off at mm. school, or, or after I said I'm half That's Mexican. Yeah. So, like, I've always been perceived as white, but as soon as they found out I was Mexican, like, shit you're changed. you're yeah, Mexican. Yeah, all of a sudden, yeah, you're, you're a wetback. Or, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. look at the little spick over here. You know, yeah. like, all of a sudden. And that was, like, a few times, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not like it's not like being a black, a, a big brawny black dude in America these right, days, you know? Right. Like, I know that my experience was nothing like that, but right. I've experienced it. But it, it's just funny that, like, I'll be accepted until they know, until there's a verbal or, or a, a confirmation of any kind that I'm not
3: like them, and then all of a sudden it's that. So, so it's kind of like, I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but it's kind of um, like President Obama being... The first black president, but I mean, this motherfucker's half. Yeah, you know what I mean. Nobody really. Yeah, you recognize that. The black, right? Yeah, but like we're all going to see the black. He should. He should have been the first multicultural president. You know, right. Right. which I'm pretty sure the other ones were. They just don't recognize Lincoln. it. Lincoln. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> what, what I mean? Though? like yeah. I'm pretty sure Jefferson. most of those motherfuckers yes. are mixed. Everybody's mixing in the U.S. Yes. But they don't mention that shit. You know what I mean? Like. Um, Should have been the first multicultural president. I maybe, think. but like, but but like, we all know how that
1: works. It's like you're whatever you're seeing is yeah. what you are. Yeah. You know, it's like let it. me see your
2: son. Yeah. he's black.
1: I don't know what the. fuck well, Yeah, is. I don't know how they're gonna even see my son. They I might know. think well, he's a guy. In, some his, gen- kind of in his generation,
2: in his generation, he's he's gonna be accepted, which I totally yeah. fucking like. Well yeah And yeah. plus he's beautiful So it's like yeah. There's no way of being
1: like Look at that little You know like He's yeah, just yeah. this beautiful little boy And yeah. that's all people see Which is great It's just I he has don't... the benefit Of having a beautifully Tan skin Okay kid. well
2: How about when he's an adult though I, he adult. I think he'll still truth... be beautiful I, ho- I hope so No he's gonna <laughs> no, be beautiful no, no. So But definitely be beautiful, beautiful. And people are just They're gonna, gonna see him, him as black though Well Probably he's definitely beautiful And he's the future Of the
3: fucking this country right. Of course But in my opinion Because he's brown skinned, He's still gonna run into Some type of racism He's gonna take
2: the shit Same brown and black people. He's gonna have that discrimination, and And hope hopefully not, because that's twenty years from now.
1: And that's why I get so fucked up about like seeing fucking black people getting shot down and Mm -hmm. injustices against people of color, because this is my family. Right. This is this is the possibility of my son. My son one day could be yanked out of a fucking car by some fucking Mm -hmm. angry fucking asshole cop who's just out there trying to prove some shit. And fucking accidentally shoot my son. Like, this is real shit that can happen. Of course I'm going to be affected. of course I'm going to fucking say shit. And, like, even though people perceive me as white, it's like, Daywalker, bitch. Like, I (laughs) fucking, you know, like, (laughs) my heart is fucking as brown as it gets. This is my mom. Let's see what she has to say. Hello? Hi, honey. Hey,
2: mom. I just, I woke up. I went
1: to bed early. I
0: forgot
2: that I needed to give Tia Maria medicine. Oh my gosh! I just woke. Well, eleven thirty. I woke up and I said, "Wow, my God! I overslept. I, I, I'm late for work. I (laughs) got up and I'm looking all over."
1: Oh my God! Oh my God! Uh, Do you work tomorrow? No, I'm off. Oh. No, I'm off tomorrow. Okay. Are you okay? Yeah. Is Tia okay? okay?
0: Yeah, everybody's
1: okay. Okay, I'm going to let you go because I'm doing a podcast right now. Okay, I'm so sorry, honey. I answered the phone. It's okay. I love you. Have a good night. Love you. You
0: too,
1: baby. Bye. Bye. I was gonna be like now say something in spanish so everybody knows that i'm not lying
2: you made her call and shit man. you know what's funny though super mexican you know
3: what's funny you fronted bro because okay. you told me that your mom had a super accent she does and, whoa
2: uh, i think she uh, does uh, okay uh, you're a mexican
3: you you'd appear mexican as a racist mexican that was born in mexico
1: <laughs> she was born in Mexico
3: too. i know bro no i'm talking about the three of us okay as a racist mexican i was born in mexico okay she doesn't have much of an accent. But, but, she's been but living she in does Ohio. have an accent. But she's been, she been living in Ohio, accent. though. She's been living but in Ohio she, with no, no, the whites. No. No. Don't get me wrong. She does have an accent. But I, was I asked, could tell the accent
2: deep You know, no, no, for a, you no, sure. A, you no, see,
3: deeply you can. But in my opinion, it's just like, okay. no, see, can, opinion, it's not Fountain 3. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not, bro. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, I'm a little disappointed. I'm sorry, Gia. I'm sorry that my mom's not that I can tell where you get it from, bro.
0: No, it doesn't matter. I can tell why people think you're so white. How's the trip?
1: Your mom
3: just called you When she wakes up though That's
1: right She uh Well I called her earlier Cause my mm-hmm. My aunt is sick And so I've been checking oh, in sure. uh, And fucking Making sure she's doing alright And you just heard her She thought She woke up in the middle Whoa, oh, No It's probably like what 12 o'clock Yeah 10 o'clock over there and Yeah it's midnight So she mm. just woke up All confused And just not knowing What the fuck's going on Which mm. Is uh, That's how I wake up Most days so. hey, Your mom's super Mexican She's super Mexican, She's so Mexican, but she definitely married the tall white guy. <laughs> Are your parents still together? My dad died. Oh, what year? Um, uh, like, five, like. Five. You knew me when my dad died. Oh, so you, you, you,
3: so you grew up with your dad then?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Oh, cool. Oh. I mean that was good. Yeah. Oh, you grew up with your dad. Oh, this motherfucker had a dad in the
3: house. Dare <laughs> you? Aren't you, you
1: fucking special?
3: Hey, I'm a fucking saying, lawyer I'm right now, saying, bro. I'm just saying the two guys over here didn't necessarily grow up
2: with. I a, okay. You know, I grew up with a lot of dads. <laughs> yeah. I grew up with uh,
3: multiple dads. Uh, I grew up with a surplus of dads. There you go. So, I grew up with a schizophrenic dad. There you go. I so was there half even, the time. Th- you
1: know and the other half of you was Batman.
2: I'm fuck sorry. He was. I'm sorry. I don't know what the fuck. Did you dad was. a Mexican Batman? But he wasn't there. He Batman? wasn't there. Batman. Daddy <laughs> wasn't
3: there to take me to yeah. the fair. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I'm okay. D-
2: did your parents have like um? Uh, if they could have got divorced, would they divorce? No. They were always in like that good space.
1: They they. No, it... Hold on. I'm gonna plug in my charger because I need mm. it. Oh, no. No. There
2: we go. What was the question? Were they always in that good space?
1: Oh, no. No, my parents were fucking... They fought like anybody else, but, like, mm. they just... It just never occurred to them that that was an option. Mm. Um, my mom did tell Raina the other day that after nephew Marcus left yeah. the house um, after he moved in with Re- Lisa her, his mom yeah. full time that they tried to reinvigorate their sex life
0: flesh
1: So the <laughs> a white one <laughs> a white flesh yeah. life
2: Raina didn't like that
1: uh, no Raina thought that was great Yeah. and then she thought it was so good she told me and I was like why the fuck are you telling me that my mom was trying to reinvigorate her sex life in her like 50's uh, She's a woman,
2: right? But I don't want to fucking know about it. Either, but I guess I grew up in that because my mom was always. Was I, you, I grew up with condoms in the bathroom. Uh, yeah, like.
1: Was your mom? Was your mom? Did your mom not hide? No. A lot of stuff. No. Did you have to hear things? Yeah. Oh, so did Reina. So did Reina. did. But I felt
2: like it. that made me like sexually ambiguous to a lot of things too. I'm not saying it's a good or bad thing, mm-hmm. but it's just how I am now, and I feel super comfortable mm-hmm. with that. Um, and especially recognizing a Asian woman, Filipino mm-hmm. woman, like being just open—not even to sexuality, but just to everything. Mm-hmm. Like she was just an open book. She, mm-hmm. she, like I don't know if you see me, but like I just don't give a fuck. Like my mom just didn't give a, what her family think, mm-hmm. what 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 her, what her friends think. Yeah. What, what her husband thinks like <laughs> whatever she's she's gonna do what she yeah. wants to do when she wants to do it and hmm. shit man and I kinda feel like I took after her yeah. in that way like, I don't give a fuck I'm gonna make friends here I'm gonna live where I wanna live right. I'm gonna fucking date whoever I wanna date I'm gonna fucking be unemployed <laughs> get a badass studio <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I feel cause like compare me to my brothers and sisters and the rest of my family, I'm the black sheep in the best way, pops, because they accept me. Mm. Um, definitely different than my whole family, uh, but they love me for it. Yeah, you know, because I mean, maybe in the beginning they're like, my dad thought I was gay, for a long time. <laughs> you're gay, bro. My fucking sister Kate. That's how when he I said try it. to hook you up with him. It's like you're um, gay, bro. Um, every now and again, like every, maybe every like to five years, I would bring a girl down to San Francisco, mm. and then I would just bring the homies like you and Sean down and be like, "This motherfucker is gay," <laughs> I swear to God, because he's thirty years old and he, hes bringing his boyfriend. He don't dude. have a fucking—he don't have a woman. He don't have a kid. But yeah. that's just the Filipino lifestyle. Mm. Like I'm 36, I should have a fucking 13-year-old at this point. <laughs> I should be living in a. I should have a dog. I should be living somewhere in the suburb. I should be living in Mira Mesa. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, something? I'm living in a studio apartment in Ocean Beach amongst white people. <laughs> I eat a lot of burritos. <laughs> like, and I'm just kicking it. You know, this is definitely the black sheet of fa- But they accept the shit. Yeah. I because mean. they accepted it more when they came here to visit me. They're, they were more worried mm-hmm. that I was just off the rails. But mm-hmm. once they came here and see how I live, like, no, I pay my bills. Right. And, and I'm healthy. Right. Probably. I'm at the point where I'm more healthier than them I'm telling them to cycle And run And eat tofu And all that shit Now it's coming to fruition yeah. You know Can, I want to I wanna mention something While I was in the bathroom That N-I-M-D. I overheard
3: I know you're, I know you're gay <laughs> yeah, Were well, you talking about Like how your mom was like You know like Meeting different dudes And stuff You know what I mean <laughs> Had sex with all these dudes, you know what I'm saying? Why like you gotta say it like that? Oh, oh sorry, gotta, I'm going overboard. I'm man. going overboard.
2: She's in San Diego right now, man. I could bring him to the podcast oh, right <laughs> now, but
3: no, no. What I wanted to mention is one of my biggest regrets was like my so like I mentioned my dad wasn't really in the picture, yeah, right. And my mom once I mentioned this dude at the church that she met, uh-huh. and she just kind of like she just kind of like blurred him out, like, oh, there's this dude at the church I met, blah blah blah. blah. And me and my brothers were like. Fuck this dude, like uh, talking. Not fuck this dude, it, but we were bro. talking shit, like hating in a way, because yeah. we didn't want anybody else in our life. Yeah. But now I think about it, it's a it's the biggest regret in my life. Not that you know, like fuck it. If I would have had a fucked up stepdad, then whatever. Yeah. But like, my mom, she she was still young enough to have another man in her She's life. A woman, man, but Everyone because love. Man. Yeah, because me and my brothers were fucking haters. <laughs> like we 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 discouraged it, and Aww. she stayed. A, celibate for fucking forever dude okay. and that's our fault you know what I mean I feel guilty
1: but the, it, is not your fault though I mean like she was doing it for you guys but like I, I don't
2: know like if that's a machismo in you though she
3: grew up She grew up in a different yeah. generation though Yeah. you gotta think right? about that cause You're like right, she grew up she was like first... the whole catholic thing that yeah. we were talking about we're like, oh, it's kind of like shameful. So the, yeah, the fact that we just kind of,
1: if you separate from your husband, yeah. then yeah, that was it. Then so you the your pussy dies. Yeah. Though, man. Your pussy goes to bed after your fucking Your mom was a fucking rebel, person, though.
2: But she was, she was the, like, I'm telling you, we're all, like, my family, God bless them and shit, but we're all, like, a lot of my aunties and uncles had a terrible relationship. They should have divorced in their 30s, yeah. in their mid 20s and shit, but they kind of stuck around because it's kind of like what is the family going to say about Yeah, you know what I'm saying uh. like how can we not uphold this like uh, one thing about it too is, is economics like we were poor we were the poorest of the like my family's poor the whole entire family but we're the poorest of the poorest mm-hmm. it's like oh you can't have a two income like my mom is growing up navy fucking income low class mm-hmm. for until I was an adult until I was an adult she started making good money like I was already out the house and shit but we grew up with no car mm-hmm. we go with no cable you know first class uh, uh first, first world, world problem shit yeah. but you know no payless shoes and shit like that yeah but like I didn't understand that as as a kid because my cousins and my family that their parents did stay together they had the nice cars they had they had a car mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying <laughs> my mom was taking a bart the train yeah. basically taking That's a really train gross. <laughs> and, that part. Yeah. That and they didn't understand that shit, man. Like, I remember um, my mom, I was playing uh, baseball and shit, man. And my mom wanted to borrow my Auntie Lynn's video camera, which is my Uncle Bert's video. I know I love my Uncle Bert to death and mm. shit, man. But it was during the time when they were young. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if he looked down upon us because we are poorer than they were poorer. Mm. But my mom was like, hey, can I borrow your, borrow your video camera so I can, I can videotape my son pitch yeah. baseball? And he was like, nah, "Nah, I don't think I'll ever get that back. Oh. You know Because we didn't have a car. We, yeah. You know, we were just like this and shit, man. And then on the other end of the thing, when we start, when my mom started coming up, now they're asking her for money. Yeah. You know? Can, um, can and they, it wasn't, I don't blame them for that. It was just their time in that life. Um, they were young. Like, yeah. imagine me being 29, 32, 35, 36, and, oh, man, this, this bitch can't even get her shit together. Right. She's on her fifth husband. Yeah. Her fucking kids are at, at home alone making their own ramen and all yeah. that shit. One son's a fucking asshole going to school in the city. This other son, like me, weirdo kid, yeah. you know what I'm saying, crying and all that shit. <laughs> It's like, nah, I'm not gonna trust this gay. Gay. You know what I'm you know I don't, what? I don't gay. trust that part of the family. Yeah. You know one, what I mean? one thing
3: I, I want to mention that you kind of said that's kind of phenomenon with with Filipino culture that is not with like Mexicans. I think it's not with Mexicans because we're so close to our country mm. that Filipinos have is that whole like when you go back that you're kind of semi obligated, or even when you're here, mm. obligated to like send money yeah. or like send your stuff yeah. to like your used stuff to the philippines because like yeah. here i think because we're so close to our country mexico that mm. well, where i'm from that you don't yeah you kind of lo- it's kind of like you're on your own you do what you got to mm. do and if you made it that's fine sometimes you send money back not really right. but like with filipinos it's a guilt like you're trip, almost man. obligated it's like a guilt trip like you said it's a guilt trip to send stuff yeah. back that's my, a trip, my yeah.
2: dad just stopped sending his family money like his his sisters and his brothers and his nephews and shit man like they probably didn't work for the past 15 years because my dad was sending him money.
0: Dang. And my
2: dad's coming up to retirement. We're like, yo, pop, like, don't send him money. Don't. Because you're enabling them not to get a job. Mm. Now they're old enough. They're reused to that shit, man. Mm. And um, they're, now they're used to being poor. Oh, yeah, they're used to getting money get and being poor. They're back right? in the fucking gutter and shit, man. Like, my mm, cousin's... Sorry. I would only talk to a certain amount of cousins like my cousin Lawrence. Basically just my cousin Lawrence and shit, man. If you wanted some, some tennis shoes or tennis because he's really into tennis, mm-hmm. I would send him that shit because I know he has a job. Yeah. But my dad enabled his family over there mm-hmm. so much that they just relied on a we call it ballock buy, buy in box. The ballock buy, buy in box and a little bit of money that mm-hmm. they gave him. Um it's like my dad risk basically my dad risked his livelihood his yeah. life to come out to the states not knowing there ain't shit out here. Yeah. He somehow he made it. Right. His making it is working at Kaiser for 25 years in the records room and shit yeah. man, but he's which is not a lot. He's not as successful as an American, but he is basically the king in the Philippines. Oh,
1: yeah, man. That shit. That's like what he had and what he had there
2: and what he has here. Is... The thing is, it makes me feel like a piece of shit because I'm talking down to a little fucking office. I call it little, yeah. like an office job that I work at at 16 years yeah. and saying that it's not enough for me. And I feel like a piece of fucking shit. Right. But at the same time, my dad is more of an understanding Type dude because he lived half his life in a PI, yeah. half his life in America. That like, it's like that's my son. Yeah, he's gonna think, fucking do whatever he wants to if do. If he wants to be gay, then, he can he, be gay. Yeah. And then my mom is just like out there, so he's just like, <laughs>
3: that's my son. Yeah. I think you know, I think that would have definitely made us a different person. Like, let's say, so I keep talking shit about how I was born in Mexico, but I was only there for, for like to pre-K to like mm. barely first grade, and then I was raised here. So mm. I could call myself, I'm I'm American more than Mexican, honestly. But, like, I think we would be different people if we were half-raised there. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And raised here. I think we wouldn't take shit for granted as much as we do. I would love this office job. I'm (laughs) I'm definitely fucking privileged. You know, I'm definitely privileged as fuck. Yeah, me too. And I think it would be different people and shit. Yeah. Like, you know, what was great thing, I love the line in
1: Crazy Rich Asians where the mother of the family in, in, in China, was that where they're at? You motherfucker, I'll never watch that. I'll never watch that How dare you watch that before yeah.
2: me and then quote that. Oh. Yeah.
1: Well, anyhow. Anyways, one of the rich families, the mega rich families mm-hmm. from, yeah. I think, China, um, the mother, the matriarch of the family, is talking to the American um, who the son brought to mm-hmm. see the visit the family No oh, yeah yeah And uh, she's American but she's she's Chinese but she's American fucking Yeah Chinese. and she was like the one thing she pointed out is like it's so she's like it's so uh she's like it's funny how Americans are are allowed to follow passion oh, whereas shit. fucking it That's yeah, true where here in a country where it's like you follow tradition because that's survival that's true true. and fucking we're focusing on surviving you're out there trying to so you have this luxury of passion Mm -hmm. whereas like what what where we come from the lux, there was no luxury and passion yeah there's a reason why your dad fucking was like this records job at Kaiser's the shit you know my mom has her fucking nursing job because Mm -hmm. this is the this is dreams are are already. Right. I, yeah I, got the I did it you know I'm not fucking I'm not a fucking house slave in Mexico right, right. so fucking I did it right and this is what we're doing and right. and so my mom always is like you know it's never too late to go to college and get a real job and I'm like how dare you mother fucking I support my son yeah. with fucking my passions but I didn't have she didn't have the luxury of following her passions that's mm-hmm. not what she had. She had the luxury of being able to learn English and get a job that she was able to keep and support her family so they could su- follow their passions and be a, a big right. piece of shit
2: alcoholic. I think that's the dream for for them though, man, like my sons or my seeds yeah. can do whatever the fuck they Which want. Which
1: you man. should be. It should be. That yeah. should be your goal. It's like my I, for Bishop all I hope is that he's able to fucking do whatever, you know, like do whatever he can times a million whatever right. I accomplish.
2: See, I feel like a piece of shit Because as the seed And I see my parents Just kind of I've never asked my dad Like what the fuck What was your dream Yeah Did you want to be a musician Did you want to be fucking a Fireman Or mm-hmm. whatever Like you basically Worked that record room job To make us good Yeah And my mom worked I don't know what, what Was her dream to be in the fucking Navy Or was that because we were living in fucking Texas And we didn't have You didn't have no other choice Yeah And then you And then you just made that your dream mm. Because Ever since fucking first grade I could have been a fucking Gay fireman <laughs> and, and And I had And it was open Yeah You know Everything was open For me To do whatever the fuck I wanted to do and shit mm. man Like have you ever asked your parents Like what was your dream
1: I just recently asked my mom I was what like What did, did you want Did do you do? have any aspirations growing up And And it was, and it led to an important conversation about her father and about, and exactly about this. It led to an important conversation about how her fucking father was this, a fucking tyrant, an alcoholic. Um, she was, you know, like, he, he fucking wanted slaves. And so she said, my goal in life was to get away from that. And so I did that. And so, like, she didn't. She didn't really have any other aspirations other than. It, There's know, probably she, no room for that. She loves. She loves what she does. She helps people, and that's what she likes doing. And so, yeah, there wasn't really room for her to be like, "Hey, I'm gonna right. be a fucking astrophysicist." Right. Her dream was like to get her high school diploma, and she did. So, she was like, Fuck. And her citizenship.
2: Wish- she was real proud of that too. Because my brother, my brother has kids, my nieces and nephews and hmm. shit, man. They wouldn't even know the half of what we what we went through. Yeah. I wouldn't even know the half of what my parents went through, what their grandparents went right. through. For some reason, I feel like we're soft. Like I want my nieces and nephews yeah. to yeah. fucking run into some people and say, "Where you from, man? Right. Where you? What, what do you bang?" Right. Like, like I want them to know the top ramen and shit, man. They do the top ramen as a
1: now it's like a luxury
2: dinner, right? Kind of Like like The parents <laughs> ain't ramen. home But real like ramen. They can have eggs with their ramen right. And they they The vegetables Yeah, yeah They real have vegetables. shit But it's like Hey, let's get real hood. Yeah. Let's eat top ramen Just like With the packets and shit, man It's like yeah. You're laughing down upon my life That I had to live for real Right But at the same time Like I wanted you to have that Right You know, like your Your parents were in that luxury Like Yeah I always want my kids to have the best, right? But at the same time, I want my kids to get fucking beat up cause too. Cause
1: struggle, yeah. Cause c- struggle breeds fucking character, right? Right. It, it breeds. I don't fucking... want my kids
2: to be a fucking asshole on their little tablet. Yeah. And then when I let them out at 18 years old, they're, they're fucking just getting pumped. They're sucking yeah. dick. You know.
3: You know. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with sucking dick. But yeah. now, one thing I didn't want to mention. Uh, one thing I did want to mention is suck my dick. It's like suck, suck your dick yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, it's like without the struggle. You know, I yeah, I just I'm want to. yeah, yeah, I'm privileged. Like yeah, yeah, I want to suck your dick.
3: Now, one thing I did want to mention is like, what you were you talking about is like the whole tablet bullshit. Is is like you know the way uh, Japanese right now are having a struggle with uh, population. Yeah, they're, they're, they're starting to like bring in other other people from other countries. Right. Really? To like yeah, dude. Right. To That's to, to fertilize their yeah. people to have Cause it's because because dude playing. because their kids are growing up with. It, not necessarily the tablet But like It kind of blends into that The whole tablet Video game mm-hmm. Stay at home Watch porno Right fleshlight, fleshlight You know Be at home All that shit And not have kids You know what I mean And that, well, that It's, it's, an it's a male problem But it's a male centric thing right. Where yeah.
1: Even coming back Cause like I'm, There was like Soldiers coming back From World War 2 Saying like You know There was Girls um. floating in the river Because um. They did or, or there was Those places where They would go And abandon Ch- J- J- Japan, Japan
3: is not necessarily well. It's kind of like that, but not as much as China. But to, their problem is more the boys are not getting out there because mm. they have so much shit to do online uh-huh. and in home. Yeah. Well, there's so much pressure on that them to,
1: to succeed and fucking yeah, and the pressure and, on and all that to, that to,
3: they're antisocial and they just like not. Fucking around, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They're not. I mean, what I mean by fucking around is living life and doing shit. Right, meeting girls, meeting girls, being social shit. and fucking. They, I saw this program where they were like, they show that their grandparents, And of the parents, go with pictures with their kids to like a certain park, and they're like trying to hook up their kids. Oh yeah. It's like their Tinder from yeah. back. Maybe it's not that right now, but there was like maybe five, ten years ago where they would go with a picture and their career and all that, and be like, oh, what did your kid do? This is my kid. And they oh, had like a shit. printout, a printout. The of what they do headshots Headshot like headshots and career the kids. and you know gpa whatever and then they're like oh okay that's your that's kid oh this match. is my kid yeah. let's hook up you know let's hook them up or whatever yeah. it's awkward as fuck you know what i mean that's, oh of that's course I
1: mean. no i i knew there was like a i knew there was like a thing about like dudes there needs to be more chicks because dudes were so valued and and there was there was that whole thing I think there's more China Than Japan though Is Now it?
2: I think about yeah. it Like this Cause like Okay back in the day There wasn't as much Entertainment Yeah, yeah So yeah. now we have a More Like I can talk to a chick Or I can play a video game Or I can sit at my house And watch Stranger Things For the next Four hours right. And shit man Okay back in our Grandparents age You either chill at home Or go out And go Holler mm-hmm. at chicks yeah. So yeah. Read, Or read a book Yeah They didn't have that, that That the choices that we right. had And shit the, man The time consumers Now it's like The choices What's the easiest choice For us to do right now Watch TV Netflix Get on shit? Tinder Netflix yeah. Video games S- And all that shit Because this shit is accessible To right, us right, and shit right. man Our grandparents Didn't have that shit Is either sit at home Or go out right. And fucking live Talk life. to a chick And live life right. You know what I'm well, saying Well and in our generation too Like when Pre-internet Remember pre-internet Sitting no. at home Is like sh- Alright, I'm gonna have to go out And play yeah. a little baseball You had yeah, to memorize those
3: numbers Right That's, that's funny Because that's something that we will That Or your kid won't know But we no. will know Right Like
2: pre-internet Right They don't know that shit Fuck Or imagine that shit. Learning about chicks through your homie Or the big homie yeah. Or whatever Like, oh yeah. Yo, man, you finger her. Like, oh, shit, let me smell that shit, <laughs> I don't even need to smell this shit I can order the, the panties <laughs> online Yeah I can watch porno right now. Oh,
3: okay, you know, I get okay. it. Yeah.
2: I'm fucking Dude, good. You know what was
3: the trippy, one of the trippiest memories I have as a kid is still, uh, this is on like 1950s shit, is seeing my homie's older brother macking it with some girl mm-hmm. through the window in their bedroom. They were, you know, and that's how we first learned about sex. Mm-hmm. Learned, yeah. Seeing them, not that they, were, they weren't having sex, but they were like macking, you know, macking it, yeah. grabbing yeah, boobs, whatever. Yeah. But we were looking, and they kind of knew, but they didn't give a shit. And, like, now fucking kids have their cell phone and they can see all that shit on right. their cell phone. Your kid's gonna learn that shit through yeah. his cell phone, bro. And it's gonna be awkward as shit, yeah. bro. I know, I'm not looking First for it. First position's gonna
2: be doggy style, man. Or maybe even like some incredible other shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? I know like some alien shit we don't know about. Some alien shit. Because remember, our porn was like missionary and doggy style is the finishing. Or, or, yeah. our, ma- our magazines, yeah. or videos that we found, yep. tapes. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Whatever,
3: however we got it, find it. In Peter the woods. North, man. My, 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 my uncle show. used to own a porn shop. A video porn shop. Perfect. And then one time he helped, me, he asked us to help him move some furniture from his garage. So I helped him and I found a videotape and then I put it in my jacket and, <laughs> it, was, and it was obvious because remember oh, the, the porno? Big VHS remember tape? the cases? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the cases for the porno tapes big. were like three times yeah, big. Yeah, yeah. So I had it in my jacket and they were looking at me like, what the fuck? This motherfucker smuggling mm. a child in his fuck whatever in his jacket. So they knew I had the porno say. Yeah. But they didn't say anything. But they like, let him
2: fly. He's a man. <laughs> yeah.
3: They, they were kind of like, all right, fly. fuck it. This fool jack the porno. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, you know, whatever. We're going to let him fly. And that porno sucked, by the way. What,
1: so what was the, what was the best porno fight for, for you? Was the that porno best, what? Best porno fight before internet. <sighs> like, uh like, did you f- come upon like your, like, an uncle's like treasure trove that was it that
3: was it well, that was your it, best it was mind? a video store so my uncle's video store it closed down because you know you know uh blockbuster and then <laughs> netflix i mean red <laughs> Dog started no nah, netflix started to come out i guess no yeah, no but, but not tour. i am gonna run no. to the star real quick oh yeah. well we should just probably split got, no talk it out what right, well. hey, but anyway the I'm the fucking blockbuster was big so his store kind of closed down how am
1: i gonna know your your best treasure trove Let's end it here. Let's tell the story. Yeah. Let's best porn it. of fun.
2: Are we, are we explaining right now? no. Yeah. Y'all but continue with p- the shit. No, no. no I'm saying right no, now. This this a podcast me, right here, no, no. Just tell me. Just tell me
1: what your porn of fun. I'll tell you mine, and then we'll end. Yeah. Okay, yeah, my that's best. True. Porn that's of my, a good end.
2: My, my my dad had one under his bed. It was deep dark one, man. That's oh, it. Yeah. I never got to see deep Throat that. Deep dark one, man. And wow. and it kind of fucked me up. Like two. Okay, two things fucked me up because I didn't know girls could go that deep. <laughs> <girl right now. laughs> when I first got hit I was like yo You only go into the middle. And I'm small <laughs> And I'm small So
1: whatever I thought you were supposed To choke and Yeah gang, I was like Okay bitch. this oh, is not
2: shit. right And then my second one One of my best friends Rennell and shit From Japan He was the first one To fuck out the crew Yeah And he was saying like Yeah man I fucked this girl Four hours bro oh. So when I first had sex The bar was four hours A yeah, fucking yeah. Four hours You know what of I'm smash. saying And I only go 30 seconds I was like And it fucked me up Till I was maybe like 25 because I'm trying to hit the four-hour bar. It's like why can't this the I fuck only fuck dude I know who had hours. sex is like why can't I like and the girls are because I was like man I'm only going for an hour yeah and that's long right yeah, like good I, sex is twenty minutes yeah fifteen yeah but I mean, I'm going for four <laughs> fucking hours I like that's the bar I'm trying to hit oh shit, my man. god well
1: you know that's not a bad bar to so hit, I'm like yeah. going
2: for any and and when you're trying to fuck for four hours like your 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 stroke isn't good because you're kind of holding it back yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, You're, you're hold not hold doing the full stroke yeah, for yeah. 15 minutes because you know you got another three hours and 45 minutes Yeah, you got to fucking hold
3: Absolutely. it back. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. So if we're going to talk about shit that fucks you the up, then I'm going to talk about how... I'm, I grew up watching a porno magazine in the alley that cholos used to steal yeah. and leave them in the alley. For the kids. Mm. Yeah, for the kids, and I used to watch that shit. <laughs> okay. yeah. I used to watch Hold the sh- on to that one. I used I'm to watch watching. the shit in the alley. <laughs> so the and all shit. the magazines... All the girls would always be doggy style. Oh. So in my mind... That's how you fuck? Well, no, no, no. Oh. That, it's more fucked up than that. In my mind, girls would only take it through the ass. Oh. In my mind. I didn't know. Right. Yeah. In yeah. my mind, the girls, that's, that's how they were taking it. Yeah. So I grew up thinking that was normal. And, yeah. I, thought, <laughs> and I thought girls' vaginas were just for pissing, bro. And what? so junior high oh. I was in junior high bro. I was in junior this high This so dude sheltered. Talking about what Caleb Was talking about It was one of our dudes Named Jose He had sex with a girl right And we were in junior high And then the motherfucker was like Yeah I was fucking her In her pussy blah blah And I was like Wait You fucked her in her pussy You <laughs> You know you know, that's where pee comes out, bro. I was like, I was like, you're not supposed to do that. That's where pee comes out. Oh and then the God. homies, I said that in front of like eight fools. They all started laughing at me. Uh, and then I made it like, I made it like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, I'm funny. Uh, uh, I'm fucking funny. Just but said then, like, oh, that's when I realized, that's normal, bro. Uh, dude. So for the longest time, I thought that was, I thought that was girls normal, only bro. got. But, uh, what did you see earlier that fucked you up? Well,
1: okay, so yeah, I mean like it kinda goes with my best porno find because it's fuck <laughs> This is terrible. I actually I actually can't I actually can't I probably shouldn't say this. No, no. you should say it. I think it, the best porn well Okay. My best porno find was a fucking family member had died it was a guy oh shit a family member i'm not going to say which one i'm not going to say Man. how they're related but right. it was a family member who died and when we were digging out their closet i found a a cassette tape and it on the picture of the cassette tape was a guy fucking who's in the middle of jerking off but he's coming and the cum is frozen in in space so yeah, he, it's yeah. insinuating that shooting out of his dick. Mm. And there's another guy who's on his oh, knees with shit. his mouth wide open, like, <laughs> ah, like ready to oh, receive it. Now, we didn't know that this particular family member was into that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, he'd always been like, a, he'd always been a bachelor, but like, um, you know, we just thought that's his bachelor life oh, shot shit, that's
3: why.
1: And so come to find out he's just this. Poor, older, middle-aged guy who just was ashamed of who he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is very of that sad. that generation? Yeah, yeah, he's older, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it, it's, which is a sad story, but it fucked me up because I looked up to this person and, like, it, it's not like I couldn't look up to him because I found out he's gay, but yeah, yeah, like, yeah. but it was like, it's like when you find those things out, like, that information that is so, it, it's so, it's life-changing information, you know? It's like when a husband finds out his wife's been cheating on him, like, this is life-changing information that fucking shakes you to your core, which makes yeah. you question everything anybody says ever or does, you know? It's just like, fucking, how do you find, and how can, every, it just makes everybody into a liar, and, and who's genuine,
3: you know? So Wait, but, like, but how did that fuck you up? Did you think well, how, adult dudes would fuck other dudes? No,
1: I mean, it did fu- it only fucked me up because like it it, it kind of like pulled the rug underneath me and kind of made me realize that fucking anybody could be gay, I guess I guess so and like at a time when being gay wasn't that cool no, at that all, true. you know, like when I was a kid what when year we were was younger, that? you were know, younger well, you know what this was this was like I mean I was in, I was an adult, but or no, I was probably like seventeen. so it was like ninety eight maybe ninety seven ninety eight. But, I mean, it was like one of those things where it's like, oh, fuck. And, you know, I was pretty close to this person. I didn't, and but to not know that about this person, I mean, that fucks you up. To know that fucking, um, you know, nothing is as it seems. That's Which, true. You know, That's like, true. To, to put faith into something or someone, you know, is, is maybe not a great idea all the time. You know, like, you just don't know who you could trust. And... Even if it's your family or, or, you know, even if it's your best friend. I mean, but I mean, of.
3: like, back to that. It's not necessarily a bad thing because homeboy, you know, couldn't express himself because he was obviously from a different generation. Yeah. It was, it was frowned upon. Was, yeah. One of my favorite uncles is gay. I didn't know for the longest time. I thought he had roommates. Mm-hmm. Turned out he'd be gay. He's the downest one. <laughs> He'll pay for funerals. He does all kinds of shit. He'll pay for He'll funerals? Get, you know what I mean? Most of my uncles don't pay for funerals. This <laughs> yeah. motherfucker does. He's yeah. the coolest motherfucker I know in my family. Happens Mm. to be gay You just Up to this day He still has a roommate My uncle Jason bro Come on dude I know that's not Uncle Jason I know (laughs) you guys I I know that's not Your roommate bro I I know you guys Are freaking up. But still because They're from that gen You know what I mean They don't talk about that And I'm pretty sure Your uncle would Would be still that If you I didn't say it was was My uncle bro Oh I'm sorry I didn't Uh. say it was My (laughs) uncle I said it was A family member A family member Who I was close to My bad My bad Your family member Would be the same right now Because he grew up In that Jen, yeah, he's I mean? was, was older dude. Yeah, man.
1: No, you you're right. You're right. At a time when fucking when that was frowned upon and you could die. And and what's fucked up is like you could still die if by just being gay because someone could kill you cuz they hate you because of who you are. I mean, that's still a thing. And that's pretty gross. Well, with that, I think we should end this because, I, well, I have to pee. And <laughs> uh, what the fuck did they start like launching more airplanes as it gets later? Like as it gets later into the evening, do they are like send out more, keep these sons of bitches
3: awake all night? They knew about your recording, bro.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, Mikey P's fucking podcast. Dude. Okay. what time? It's like, it's like 9:45, and fucking, they're like
3: ramping up the airplanes. It's time to get some Filipino burritos, bro. Let's
1: go. Oh damn. What's that one spot in uh M-
3: Mikey J's or Mikey something? Mikey
1: J- J's oh dude seems so, like so good. Oh my god. Alright, well I think I think this is another brown cast. Nice. Thank you, Caleb. Thank you, Gio. Thank you for chatting it up. So I just want to let you know that there was like probably 40 more minutes of this conversation. And as the night went on and Caleb got more and more drunk, he got way more obnoxious. So the end of this podcast is uh, Caleb leaving to the store to go get booze and chips. He ended up bringing chips back. And... (laughs) What he got back? I mean, he was already pretty drunk by the time he left. When he got back, he wasn't more drunk. He, but he was like, I feel like it, he was more drunk. He was just more obnoxious. He was like, no, 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 tear that motherfucker back, on. I'm not done. I'm not done. I need to say some more shit. And um, so I did turn it back on, and I did, uh, I did record it. And I just decided I wasn't gonna release it because it's us literally just—I mean, it, it actually gets com—it gets interesting to me, but it's just—it's sh- just shrouded in us eating chips, and and plus we had the bright idea of putting the chip bag right next to the salsa and the microphone, so which I don't know why I said salsa first but we put the chip bag next to the microphone and uh so uh, all you hear is all of a sudden people are talking like yeah and then this happened and then they go get the the chips out of the bag and it's like and then it's and then we're back you know it's, and then it's back to and then this happened. <makes noise> so, and Caleb's drunk as shit and, and and obnoxious. And I I just felt like that was just unnecessary. So, here's the deal if you guys want to hear it, you can write the show at we speak English good at gmail.com. Let me know. Or you can leave a message on SoundCloud or my Instagram at we speak English good. Wherever you can, let me know. If you want to hear the rest of this podcast, let me know because uh, to me, I don't see it's necessary, but if you enjoyed what you heard here and you want more of that plus drunk Caleb uh, obnoxiously chewing chips into the microphone and loud bag noises, um, y- y write the show and let me know. You can let me know at we speak English good at com if you want to hear the last half hour to 40 minutes of this conversation. Um, <laughs> and if I get more than five people asking, I'll do it. But it has to be more than five, because let me tell you this, if Caleb listens to this, his ass is gonna probably start several accounts just so I think, because this is the kind of maniac I'm dealing with, is that he'll he'll start several different email accounts that are anonymous, And email me and probably even like have them set up on timers and shit. So they send at specific times that are random to me. So it seems like so. So it has to be more than five because I don't think he has the energy to (laughs) create more than five uh, (laughs) emails to send me several different things. So (laughs) (laughs)
0: let
1: me know. Anyways. That's it for now. I hope you were en- you enjoyed the first installment of The Lost Tapes. This is uh, again this was a uh, th- I really like this one cuz the vibe is awesome. We were out on bi- uh Bishops. We were out on Caleb's back patio in his studio which is basically right on these cl- on Sunset Cliffs that it doesn't overlook the ocean but you hear the ocean. So if you listen to this, you're hearing the ocean that sh- I kind of tried to take some of those lower end frequencies out so it wasn't too obnoxious. Um, But there's like this nice meditative. (laughs) It's kind of what it's like living on the beach, like living near the beach. It's this beautiful sound all night, especially at night when you have your windows open on like a nice summer night. You can just hear the waves just. (laughs) It's not like um, there, it doesn't sound like waves. It's just this general low frequency that's like I don't know. It it would, be, you know how like when uh when there's ever a picture of space, uh, uh like if it's if you're ever in space in a movie and you're looking at Earth from space or something, it, it, it they always have this low. This low frequency, like, like that's the sound of space. Like space has this low frequency, even though there's nothing for no real sound is able to travel there, up there. And I don't know the technical reasons why. I just this is what I, I've uh, gathered over years of just whatever. So, but I know for a fact that there's not a low. There's not this low-end frequency emitting from Earth turning. There might be. There might be. But that's what it sounds like living near the beach. It sort of sounds like this low-end frequency. You can't really hear the highs of the of the waves crashing. You just hear the... <laughs> it's kind of. Uh, it's a really peaceful. I, I miss the beach. Even though Ob is like a death trap if there was ever a tsunami. I mean, it's just... it's it's, there's only like two ways out (laughs) and like it's always jammed always jammed so (laughs) if there's a tsunami coming and you're an ob i mean you might as well just fucking try to run up the hills and hopefully that wave isn't like you know bigger than the hills Ugh, that shit freaks me out yeah, that's part of what w- this whole last trip out west for the SRP tour for Skank's Roots Project tour. Uh, it was all just marred with the the this cr- this awful feeling of, of that at any time the earth was going to shake and open up and swallow me whole. And, and my last thoughts will be the image of my son, you know, playing uh, like, you know, fucking playing in the backyard or 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 laying in bed with him watching him sleep or something just tragic and beautiful like ah. <laughs> so that's what I pictured when I was out there so I, I tried not to fixate on it but it's weird when you're traveling in a van and you're so vulnerable and you're going 90 because Eddie fucking blunt drives like a fucking madman but gets you there on time god damn it uh, it's your highest shit on the Cali, Cali Buds. I was, as <laughs> shit on the Cali Buds. On <laughs> the Cali Buds. Uh, it, you just sitting there thinking like, oh my God. At any moment, the earth is just going to shake us to death. While we're driving. While Eddie Blunt is running poor citizens off the road. But then you got to snap out of it because that's fucking bullshit. You can't just live in that world. That's dumb. So uh, anyways, I hope you guys are enjoying the 200th episode. I'm super happy about it. I had this long ass diatribe after the the actual interview that just I refused to listen to because fuck that shit. (laughs) I know it kind of got like sad and sappy towards the end. I don't know how far you guys got into it, but hopefully not that far. (laughs) Anyways, uh, that's it for me this week. Uh, I'll be back next week with uh, VanCast. I don't remember what number it is, but it's going to be another VanCast, and it's going to be with the Skanks Roots Project. And there's a big focus on Skanky, actually, and there's a lot about Skanky that a lot of people don't know. Like, he fucking is a... What you go to? Yale? No, Stanford. He's a Stanford graduate. <coughs> He's special forces uh, military. I, I, I'm pretty sure, I mean, like, on the podcast, he talks about his time in the military, and it's, it's violent, but he kind of brushes over it very nonchalantly, which I guess is the sort of the M.O. of, of special forces people. Uh, they kind of know they're trained to handle this kind of shit. And, and the PTSD, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if he suffers from PTSD. He never really talks about that. But, you know, Oh my God. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm starting to go off again. So <clears throat> let's just end this shit. So be good to your fellow human beings. HJ's for everybody. I'll see you next week with the continuation
0: of The Lost Tapes. Fresh.